can I mix my T-Rex with your T-Rex and make some pretty babies? I am so addicted to picking up poop, you don't even know. Whoa! Did you see the paint job on that trike? Wow. Fresh spawns, veteran tamers, and all survivors in between. We'd like to welcome you to Rated Ark, the Ark Survival Evolved podcast. Because this is episode 24 of Rated Ark. Oh, are we going right now? Yes, we're going right oh, now. Oh, I didn't even count! Now! Now! now, 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 now. This is, I'm doing this to welcome the survivors new and old to episode 24 of Rated Ark, the Ark Survival Evolved podcast. Today is the 16th of September, 2016. We're a server-hosted podcast, so that means the voices can, and always usually do, change each week, but the roundtable discussion is always about ARC. We have many ways you can contact us to share feedback, tips, or adventures. You can reach the show by emailing ratedarc at gmail.com. You can tweet the show at ratedarc on Twitter. You can grab the RSS feed, get our show notes, and apply to join us in-game at ratedarc.podbean.com. And following our intro as usual, we will introduce everybody on our panel tonight. Going in alphabetical order, we have Esme. Hello. Bo. What's Bo. up? Comb your hair. Oh, he went to go get his iPad. That's right. We'll okay. come back to him. I think I did a good job anyways. <laughs> I am your uh, uh, introer, not necessarily your host, Lee Harvey. And we have Luminin. Or is he not participating? Luminin is just listening. He wants to oh, play hard. Oh. I have him muted. And Chief Shocker is with us again. Hello. Chief Our Shocker. Xbox, Xbox correspondent. Here love. Mr. Goon with a brand new mic for those of you who couldn't hear him before. Uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what a troll. Oh, there's Foe. Finally oh, returned with his Foe's iPad. Back. I'm back. And joining us for the first time, somebody who's written in and had us read his emails on the uh, podcast before, Mr. Link Damascus. Hello. And he is our second, well, technically third, but second tonight, Xbox Nation correspondent. And following him, we have Smash. How do, everybody? And last but not least, Xavier. Hello, everyone. All yeah. right. I'm taking no, the wheel now. We're gonna drive oh, we're going to crash. To the Always loot with the drive. car metaphors. <laughs> Let, hey, you got to have butter last week. I'm doing cars this week, so shush. Cars and country this week. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> There's a different context between country and cars and the way butter was used. <laughs> <laughs> Don't yeah, I was thinking that. <laughs> Back on track, going to the loot drop. This is a segment for listener feedback and tips and all that jazz. So, I first wanted to give a welcome to our latest CRR member, Mr. Derek, aka Stump. And I wanted to say thank you to Mr. Dale Smith for letting us know Goon's mic sucked, but he also loves the show and he would be glad to chip in and and get him a new mic. So, hopefully, um, we got that situated and Goon was trying out a new mic last week and now he's going to sound all nice and golden and, and buttery like he normally does. So. <laughs> yeah, it's nice to know that people are out there ready to rip that band off and tell you about how bad you suck. <laughs> <laughs> he obviously meant it well. He, he, he was concerned. And actually, we do appreciate that feedback, because it is nice to know. We, a lot of times we forget. We're just in this little chat talking about a game we love, and we forget that people listen to us talk about it, so... Yeah, any improvement in show quality is a good thing. Hell yeah, it is. 
So yeah, thank feedback's you very much. important. You know, got that back and forth. It helps a lot. Damn it! Yeah, having a good mic is very important. Yeah. See, you, you, your crappy goon. I remember I was the cackling vajayjay in episode two or three. Remember? Oh, we remember. Oh yeah. Yep. See? So I'm glad. Now it's your turn. <laughs> the cackling vajayjay is living in Bobbert's crevasse. Or did you move out of Bobbert's crevasse? I'm, I'm on the fence. We're, that's like my second home. But moving into Fresh from the Forge. We have some hot topics this week. I called them hot because they're like, what? <laughs> Where did these come from? What are these people on? So um, our first one, we're going to get started with, um, it is a, it is a post that came off from Reddit and the on Reddit this week, an app developer that goes by the name of Land Dragoon was called out by the Dodo Dex app creator, Dan Levin, who has had enough of the Land Dragoon and their copycat ways. So they went to Reddit and it finally replied. And in his Reddit post, Dan gives a detailed list of exactly everything Land Dragoon, the creator of the competing ARC app, has copied and stolen from him over time. Land Dragoon appears to always be right behind Dododox, copying their info word for word, and in some cases, even graphics. Any new sections Dododax would come up with and add, and, and add Land Dragoon would add to their app. Dododex just launched a community translation project, and then, just as suspected, the Survive Arc app launched one too. On the same exact website that they created theirs at. It was crazy. So after all is said and done, Dan, the creator of Dododex, voiced his, his opinion on his post on Reddit that he is most bothered by the fact that Land Dragoon has not even put their own spin on anything. And I could definitely see his point on that. It's already irritating that somebody's going to copy your stuff. And the fact that they're so lazy that they can't even add anything of their own. They're just pretty much copy and pasting everything. So, I vote that we refer to him as Land Douche for the rest of this episode. I think so. Land Douche. Well, land Douche. Drag a douche. I like it. Land Douchebag. Yeah. You know, Land yeah. Douche, he, he's a schemer. Because obviously he also tried to make his site look like it's wildcard. Or as close to it as, as you can. So, he's a schemer anyway. So I, I don't even think talking to this guy is going to make a difference. Hell no, it's not. Nope. Well, you're definitely trying kind to of live off someone else's shadow, that's for sure. Right. And, the, you know, and I thought it was really important to emphasize Dan had a really good... He approached the thing, approached the situation in a way that I can really envy and, and give him kudos for because he didn't get crazy and mad and start yelling at him. He just pointed out the facts. He pointed out the detailed things. This is what you've done. This is when you've done it. He starts out saying at first he was flattered and then now it's just like, okay, dude, enough, you know, <laughs> enough. So he said what he's really going to do is just go forward and create the app that he wants and, and just focus on the end game and the end app and not even give this any time of day. So I think that's the best thing you can do. I don't, being that it appears that this land douche is from another country, I think it was Russia. I don't know if our U.S. copyright laws reach that because I know like big, even big gaming companies like Blizzard run into, you get that copycat market in, in other countries where they mimic 
they built they're building an entire um uh, amusement park on, on Chinese um, knockoffs. Yeah. Let's just say. Yeah, yeah that was now, messed up. But now, like, so I don't know how much of a reach an app dev has because it is a global market. I don't know. I don't know if there's anything he could do that way. But well, I thought there was like international copyright laws. I well. would hope. I don't like. Know. Isn't isn't that what it says at the beginning of like DVDs and what you and used to be VHSs or it had that little like See, here's the thing. The FBI one. Don't right. it's, it's a lot of gray time. and whatnot. I think. And also, as our country, we could put whatever we, we um, want in the front of our DVDs. Right. But if their country, you know, they don't have to like like honor it in their country. So. Yeah. You know, that's up to them. I just thought there was like an international warning as well as a, like an FBI warning. Yeah, I'm not sure, but I think the fact that Dan is attacking this in a way that is the best is control what you can control, and that's what he's going to do. He's going to go forward and just focus on making his app and his creation the best version of that it can be, and, you know, that's what he can do. So I do think that was good, and it's really shitty what this land douche, land dragoon is doing. So Land douche. Yeah, we won't be posting the link to Landouche's app in our show notes, but we will post Russia. ten links to Dodo Dex in our exactly. Shows. So you know, it's kind of like when you you know, it's how like the world works. If you make something really awesome, there's going to be people that are going to want to copy it. Yep. And it just it's just a way of the world, and it stinks, but you know, you in made Russia, something Landouche good when pe when like people are copying it. You know, you know, you have a good product, and people are trying to emulate it what's well, also look good at the music that... industry. oh go ahead i was just saying same thing as he's saying just look at the music industry <laughs> there's a proof yeah yeah the music industry is like they get down to the the littlest increment now because, like a beat yeah like one little beats off it doesn't count yeah it's it's pretty stringent but um i was wondering you know what your guys's thoughts was i see that xavier had chimed in did you want to share your thoughts yeah, my personal opinion on this is it's not okay. Like, it's one thing to steal, like, little things here and there. That that can be a form of flattery. If, you know, you got a good idea, you steal little features. I understand. It's You're kind of occupying the same space. But what Landouche has done is not okay. It, it's He's just blatantly stolen the entire thing. I'm sure it's probably taking away from some of Dodo Dex's, like, clicks and views and stuff. And it, it's not good. It's um, it's like in literature, where if you steal a bunch of little things from a bunch of different people, you kind of create your own unique perspective of it. It's it's called plagiarism if you just steal everything from one person. And that's what yes. Landouche has done. So, I mean, what I'm going to go ahead and encourage our listeners to go ahead and give as many negative reviews to Landouche's copycat app as possible and see if we can kind of drop that thing down so that way when you do look up uh, your ARC app, Dodo Dex will be top of the list and hopefully it'll be so far down the bottom you don't even see it. No, I exactly. totally agree with Xavier. Yeah, put him in his place. And that's my two cents. Right on, that's a, that is excellent two cents. And how about you, Smash? I just like the idea that when these situations come up, it's really nice to hear and see a positive response that so the people that love what Dan's done with Dodo Dex, they're really backing him on this. They're they're annoyed by another person doing this to him because he's done such good things for the community. So it's good to see that positive, uh, not backlash, but response. Yes, I thought that too, <laughs> especially for being on Reddit too, you know. I think that you can definitely see... <laughs> the quality in in Dan's work obviously speaks for itself and his interactions with the community because everybody has came to back him. So that that is very good to point out.
I gotta point this out too. What? I'm in game and Cricket, who's listening in, is typing in the in the chat box in game. What is the app named that Landouche made? Cricket, <laughs> <laughs> you're so silly. It's not worth naming. It is not worth naming, sir. Yeah. yeah. No, no, we don't want to give that guy any word of mouth unless it's negative. On the side. On the side. It's called no dick. <laughs> I think it's called POS. Uh, yeah, POS yeah, yeah. douche. We all know how I feel about thieves. Yeah, exactly. So, did anybody else have anything to chime in on about this topic before we move on to hot topic number two? Go ahead. All right, hot topic number two. Dev responds to one person's statement in Discord. <laughs> Not very nice. I don't know. Have any of you guys um, taken the time to look at that? Yeah, I looked at it. That was just, man. It's that unreal. Was, that guy's a tool. Kind of so, odd. Isn't it? So, what happened was... Once again, this is on Reddit. Can't hide. If you're on Reddit, you can't hide. So, um, apparently, Wildcard has a Discord. I, I don't know, but they have one. And in Discord, they must have players or certain people that enter it. And um, one of the players in Discord had expressed their views. And I don't know. Do you guys think I should read the whole thing? Or should, I mean, I guess. Give us context. a summary. It would probably be yeah. good. Um, he starts out saying, I'm bitterly disappointed in this expansion. Half the cool new stuff isn't actually new stuff. It's just reskins for items and other half could easily be put into the base game. But instead, it was charged for when the game isn't even finished. The new creatures are awesome, but all except two would fit in, would fit fine on the normal maps. And some were even announced for the base game, but now you have to pay more to get them. The map is really well made and puts the island to shame. Good work, of course, but it just makes the base game look like shit and makes me wonder why I bought into early access when the game I paid for it was worse quality than the DLC. The new weather stuff is all is also awesome, but again, could easily be in the base game. Don't even get me started on charging for content when you haven't even got to the beta of the main game yet, let alone finished it. And then he says, I'm just disappointed because the vast majority of the stuff is super cool and really well made compared to the recent additions to the base game. And having a surprise patch, which adds new items and new dinos to the main game would have been incredible and restored a lot of faith in the dev team. But instead, you now seem like a bunch of greedy assholes, which I'm sure isn't true. <laughs> it could have been an amazing special patch that brought people back to Ark as well as new players. And instead, it just pissed loads of loyal fans off and gave everybody outside the fan base a negative view of the game. I love you guys and the game. And apologies for the wall of text and negativity. But I felt I had to say something. Like I said, though, great work on the stuff in the DLC. It is very well made and cool. I just wish you had distributed it better. So what are you guys' thoughts on that first message? Like, if you were a game dev, how would you reply to this? If um, I may. Go ahead. I was going to say, he sounds a lot like the rest of us sounded. You know, he doesn't... Oh, yeah. he did. He didn't really say anything any of us didn't say in the last podcast. Yeah. So, you know, the upcoming response that he gets that, you know, the listeners will hear, I think was totally out of line. Yeah, definitely out of line. Unprofessional. And I wish they would have just said, listen, dude, we just got sued for 40 million bucks. Right. Right. And that could cripple a company. We need to recoup it somehow. And me as a person be like, you know what? You're right. This is a great game. You know, um... We get a ton of 
value for like what we paid. If you guys have to recoup it and you're honest and just say it, I'll gladly toss a couple of bucks your way. You know, I'm enjoying the product. I wish like right. they would have just said that. It's yep. the unknown that really bites you in the ass on our end. So but like folks saying, if, if we had some kind of concrete reason, I think it'd be a lot easier to go with versus surprise. Oh, yeah. Oh, what the hell? This is from, um, I guess, a game. It's somehow it's a wildcard employee. I don't know what his title, so I'm not going to pretend that I do. But he goes by Rob. And it says... He, he's King Toolbag. That's his title. <laughs> King Toolbag. King Toolbag replies, Rip, my message was too long. So apparently he tried to reply, but he ranted for too long. And Discord said, get out of here with that nonsense. So then poor innocent little douchebag Rob had to reply with a shorter version. And this is what that shorter version is. <laughs> What animals were promised and are not in paid for DLC? 50 animals were promised at the start and already above it. Everything in desert themed, just because it could work in places on the island doesn't mean it should. Should have uploaded it for free? Really? We made essentially an entirely new game to complement the existing one. Do we not deserve to be paid? This isn't even beta. What game are you playing? It's been beta since release, and it's close to release. Then it is alpha. Wish we distributed better? <laughs> we launched Xbox and Steam concurrently instead of making one lag. I think you mean you wish we launched it for free because you seem to have short arms and deep pockets. The recent additions in ARC have been cool. We didn't just give you non-stop <laughs> non dodos. We pissed off all of our loyal fans. We are number one on Steam sales. I would say we made most happy. The, I the island's worse quality than Scorched Earth? No. The island has had a year of improvements, and you have had zero experience on Scorched Earth. You are drawing at straws. Surprise patch to restore faith? Yeah, we can do that. Just say we are releasing one dino and do two. It will make a difference. We already did one map DLC, one total conversion game mode DLC, and one standalone game DLC. All but two animals go into a main game? You obviously are not familiar with all the animals. Then, GG, good job, good going, whatever that is. Your entire post screamed of rage because you are too cheap to pony up $20 for a game or 60 which we undercharge for in the first place. If you don't want to pay, that's fine. We're not wow. holding a gun to your head. That is unprofessional. May I say something? Yeah, first I got of all, to say too. <laughs> I don't know how this guy has his job. Right? That's first of all. Second of all, you didn't undercharge, okay? That's first of all, because your game is in beta still, you freaking jackass. As a matter of fact, we're beta we paid you to beta test your game. Sorry for the language there for a second. But that this the way he said that that we un but that we underpaid. No no no. Most people when when um they it's it's a free thing. To beta test something is usually free. We're doing you a favor by testing your game before it is ready for the open market. And we paid you to do it. And that is like just bullshit that he right. would go on there and say that we underpaid. That guy lost his mind. Yes. No uh, filter. Nah, Maybe he doesn't sure have a job anymore. You can't find his name anywhere. It's because he doesn't have a job anymore. Probably. I don't well, know. I, think, I haven't hunted I him down. Well, he's, I think he's still got a job because he had to issue an apology letter, too. 
Yeah, where he's like, a sorry, I didn't mean to go off like that. I think that was like, listen, if you want your severance package, make an apology letter before you go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and there's a lot of things that he said in there that weren't strictly, you know, true either. I mean, he's saying we released, you know, all these extra DLCs, the the Primitive Plus and the the Center. I got news, man. The people who made Primitive Plus and the Center were modders. You know, right. they yeah. just freaking repackaged it, tuned it up exactly. a little bit, and then released it. They didn't do the work themselves, so nope. you know he can go for himself with that. I mean, sorry, but... <laughs> and they've done that with a handful of features too. Yeah. yeah. You guys realize so, this is just this is just Jeremy ahead. using a different name. <laughs> Listen, most of their new stuff oh is mod created. Like most of the newest things, the newest features have been mods that they put into the game. Yeah. yeah. And you know what I got to take exception with, too, is how he said the island has been getting improvements. Thank you. You know what? The island has been neglected. If oh, anything, yes, it has. Adding so, stuff doesn't necessarily mean improvement. It means addition. Cool or bad, yes. still addition. It's and actually every, getting worse. Every update it gets opinion. worse as far as performance. So. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and they're just adding all the new stuff to it, but they're not fixing everything that's broken. Yeah. Right. And everything uh, new breaks something else. I now, like what you said last time where it's their tricycle. They're just trying stuff out there to put it out on something else. It yeah, Iron was he hit the nail on the head with that. I mean he really did. But um now we we experienced the island on PC. We have Chief and Link now that we can pick at you and pick your brains. Have do you notice a difference? Have you guys got to to test the other maps out and compare? Ever since go right okay. ahead. Chief first, and then we'll do Link. Okay. Um. I mean, I've noticed greatly on like the scorched earth. Like, I hardly ever DC. Um. You know, I don't. I don't have any troubles with that. And then I switch back over to the island. I get on my bird there, and I take off. Within five minutes, I'm disconnected. And I mean, yeah. it, it's just the the rendering is still terrible. We have a barn that I know we probably have like 50 dinos in there, but you open those doors and it it's forever before things render in. And I keep seeing all these like in uh, here in a minute, when I'll talk about what their update was 30 to 40%. I mean, where, where right. is this? And how about you link? Well, ever since scorched out earth came out, that's basically what I've been doing. I did go back to my Island and noticed that a whole bunch of stone grew out again, all in my bases. And I don't have my, uh, the, the settings tweaked so it shouldn't be spawning back. Uh, all my dinosaurs that are in pens, individual pens, end up on the outside. Yeah, no, I, I don't see any improvement on the island whatsoever. But everything else, center and all that, it, wow. Makes a huge difference. Well, it's, it's not even funny how much there is a difference, to be honest. The only thing right now, I'm hoping their newest uh, patch fixes the, the scorched earth. A little bit because i lost a couple benedicts for some reason right on but as a new dlc it de- it's it's shocking how well it does run compared to the stuff that has been around for over a year it gets all Very the benefits much. without the cost yeah yep so which would be oh go ahead sorry go ahead smash i was just gonna say it'd be interesting if at the very end when they about to release it the island gets the 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 once once over tlc where it implements all the good from the other maps and goes, here's the, the island you really wanted on release. That, there you go. That, that, that would be great. Because honestly, yeah, even when you go swimming, there's still some spots where I just fall through. On the scorched earth? Uh, no, on the island. I just oh, go yeah, sw- the island. Go sw- and I just fall through the world and I have to go south. 
Wow, and that's on Xbox? Yeah, because I haven't had that happen on PC, so I don't know if that's a difference between the two. I've had, like, patches of Earth or just black holes. I never see that on the center, and I've never ran into that on Scorched Earth. But I have, like, do you guys notice that? On the island, you'll have, like, these areas of Earth where there's no covering. It's just black. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's, a weird glitch. It's weird. I see it on the center in occasional spots, but it's more like a crack than a splotch. Oh, okay, yeah. This would be, like, blotches of, like, where there's nothing. But, yeah, I... I, we, yeah, we talked about it last week, but our, our PC experiences, I don't know what this guy is smoking. I don't know if he's ever played Ark before, but clearly he's never played all three. And I can say the majority, if not all of us, have played all three. So we can say that the island is ridiculous compared to the other two. It's just, I don't even know what this guy, I don't even know. But what I do know... He must be playing the crack mod. He's something. What I do know is I'm putting the link to this post in the show notes because Rob did go and and he did write his apology letter. But the letter I really like is the one that's two down from Rob's because he calls out the fact that, you know, Rob starts out his thing, says, I am Rob from the Discord where these screen caps were taken. This isn't easy for me to write and I find it difficult to articulate, but I'll do my best. And then he goes on to say that he's currently employed by Studio Wildcard to work as a member of the Q&A team. And he also provides some input on game balance and game design that he was hired by the team around July, but he has been an active member of the art community for a long time and has participated in many event streams and as well as put many hours into the game that he loves but i don't see that he says anywhere that he has gone to anger management <laughs> or played on the island so i don't know but, but, I, i've got mixed feelings about the whole thing um i don't know i might go against the grain a little bit here no, but i'm it. glad somebody finally defended arc because for what we paid for it there is a ton of content and for the amount of hours that i know i personally have sank into it and i'm sure us collectively is beyond count but we've put a lot of time into this game, and I've, I always like to kind of think of my kind of how I distribute my money is I want to put my money where my time is. And I've put a ton of time into ARK. So for the, the 20 bucks they got for the first game, and then the 20 bucks I threw at them the second Scorched Earth came out, I, I mean, I'm glad that it, it's, I'm glad it's here, I'm thankful for the game, and I'm glad that somebody else finally kind of stuck up for the game. Because, yeah, there, there are problems, and it is beta, and I, and I understand all this. But I'm glad somebody defended it. Yeah, it but sh- it was rude the way he it, came it was, in there it and was said that. Yeah. Very and it should have been way more professional considering and, you he's know, a member of their team. On yeah. one hand, we get a lot of goodness out of the game, but coming from an admin point of view, we're battling a game that is broken. Yeah, and, and, and that, I spent countless legit. hours fixing up servers because of their broken game. How many times did we have to respawn in people's things because their game is broken? Why? Our wife. But, but it's not like they didn't warn you. You, you knew what you were signing up for, and that's no, why that's why you got exactly. A on it. But that's why it's not like we got this game for a mega deal. Part of getting the game at a reduced price is that we are testing the game for them. A lot of game people spend a lot of money paying beta testers to beta test their games. Right. And they actually made money off the deal. Yeah, they got beta testers that paid the beta test. And like you said, we did sign up knowing that. But what we did not sign up for is to be trash-talked and disrespected. And, I, I agree with yeah, that. Yeah, and I see you agree with that. Yeah, so I understand your point, too. It, and 
by no means uh, by us shedding light on the behavior of others or do we ever take the stance that we do not like ARC because I pay to put out this podcast. I pay out of my pockets to produce this podcast. I do not have ads. I do not get paid by wildcard. I do not get money like the YouTubers and the streamers and the Twitchers. If we didn't like this game, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have taken the time to, to bring everybody in to do this. So I don't want any of our listeners to think that we are pissing on ARK in any way. We are just shedding light on the behavior of a game wildcard employee that was directly talking to, it could have been any one of us that said that. Because like Lee pointed out, we, this dude said exactly some of the stuff we said on our last episode. And I totally yep. get where you're coming coming from Xavier because it we are in a catch 22. We are in a gray area. As much as we don't like what we have, we know what it is. We know the nature of the beast. But on the flip side, we don't need to be stepped on and walked on and talked down to and have some guy that works for the game studio creating the game that we love to play and we talk about every week. We don't need to have him talking down to us either. So you, you see listeners at home you can tell Esme is very passionate when she's talking about right. something when she stumbles over her sentences. <laughs> exactly, because like my brain works faster than my mouth. <laughs> all of us, like, none of us would be here. Way. None of us would be here every week talking about this game we for wouldn't. two to three hours a, a time. Right. We wouldn't be you know, playing if we didn't love it, if we didn't appreciate it, if we didn't think it was, like, awesome. Right. But when you do get comments of someone who just doesn't appreciate also, in return, the value of people that put in that that we put into the game you know it's it um you know um we love them for making the game but they also have to you know respect that we're putting work in and we're giving them feedback so they could make their game better because the only ones making money on this is them we don't get paid for this and without us yeah we both gotta hold up our end of the deal exactly without us as players they would have no game hello let's have a slice of humble pie Can you imagine how much money we would be making if they paid us per hour as much as we play this game, which I'm pretty sure we wouldn't do if we didn't like it. Oh, wow. I would love that. I don't want nothing, buddy. I mean, I'm looking at over, you know, like 1,500 hours now. I think at 10 bucks an hour. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Yeah, that's quite weird. Your points are very valid, you know, and when and that just goes to show it speaks to the fact of where a lot of us gamers are stuck. We are. We do have mixed feelings. And it's very disappointing when when we put, I think the biggest part is when we put um, anything up on a pedestal. It, you never should do that. And sometimes as gamers, we love a game so much that we tend and we can put a game developer or a game company studio up on a pedestal. And when something like this happens, it's hurtful. Because that could have been any one of us spouting off be out of passion, not because we're trolling. Clearly, this poster was not trolling. He was passionate and he was upset and he was voicing it. He even tied it up with a nice little bow and, and said, listen, I apologize for the negative text. The Rob's reply was like full on. And this is this. You might miss this. This was dude's second reply. His first reply was longer. So this is, tells you a little bit about Rob. And if anybody's listening that works at Wildcard, you need to have him start doing something else other than working for you. Because he had two chances to write a decent reply, and he still failed. This Null was avoid. This was the reaction I picture. Mr. Steiglitz wakes up in the morning, takes out his iPad, he's drinking a cup of coffee. He's like, oh, let me check Reddit to see what people are saying about my game. <laughs> Then all of a sudden, he spits his coffee all over his <laughs> iPad because he what? reads what this numbskull just wrote to the freaking public. 
You know what? They at least need to make him a name badge to wear at work that says King Toolbag. Something. Or an achievement in the game. Yeah, so, but, yeah, Xavier, if you want, yeah, do you have anything more to say? Cause no, no yeah. I mean, I just, like, I just kind of want to look at it from both sides. And, yeah, and, I appreciate that. And, yeah, so, I don't know, I'm glad somebody defended, but he should have been way more professional. Like, yes. I, know, I know Reddit, Reddit is kind of, um, I don't know, pretty laid back, but but still, like, if you're writing anything and you're an employee of that company, you need to be aware that, and this was you know, you're representing personal- them. This was in their personal Discord channel, and it was posted on Reddit. Like, hey, busted out on Reddit. But this actually took place. If you look at the the little images that are hooked, there's actually mm-hmm. everybody is in there. Jen is in there. Community manager Jen was in there. Kermit is a Kermit the Frog. Little Panda. I know if people recognize that name. You know, oh, there were that, other that just makes it like five times worse because then he oh, God, knew yeah. his coworkers were on his yes. stuff. Yeah, that's. Okay, then never mind. They, there is no excuse for that kind of unprofessionalism. It sounds he did like it twice. Uh, well, it's one of those things where this rant, especially if it is professional, if he's in a rant like this, you rant to your coworkers so they can calm you down, right. or you write it out to yourself and then you take like twenty-four hours or something, and then you go back, and then you really decide if you want to post this. Right. It's just gonna bite you in the bat uh, in the ass. Uh, I think in an apology letter, he did even say this is his first job working for the game industry he did yeah. he did and he said it's different but still it, a rant but, like that huh? is not good right respect transcends i don't care what job you have that is a cockamamie excuse this is my first job in the game industry i don't care if you're taking my order at a restaurant if i'm taking your order at a restaurant if i'm working on your car if i'm doing your taxes respect yeah this it doesn't matter what that. industry I have None. zero, zero, my line is in the sand. I mean, you're either on the bus or off the bus. Rob, you're off the bus. I did like, uh, I think it was like uh, the last post or one of the later posts is like, Rob fired. Three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I, I do, oh, I do get a little fiery, obviously, with disrespect, I think you can tell. But um, a bit. I, I draw from uh, a friend of mine named Jay. She has said something that she learned from a mentor of hers is focus on the behavior, not the person. So as much as I want to punch Rob in the face, <laughs> Rob, I'm sure, is a fine human being sometimes. What you're saying is, is we should blame his parents. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> For raising such a disrespectful child. <laughs> something. This so, is what happens when you don't He needs your to kids. go to anger management. Or where's the filter? And that's why I said he had two options. He wrote a crazy rant. The Discord said, no, dude, this is too long. I'm not sending it. And then he sent another one and then thought that was better. And then, no. No, it's oh, not that's even worse. He had time to see what he had wrote and have yes. second thoughts about it. And he yeah. still did it anyway. So I don't think, whatever it is, if I had to tie this up, I would say you need a public relations person. They're out there. Hire one. And then you need to make everybody pass a test to show that they're not going to go off their blow up on people that are that are passionate about your product because we're not always going to be around we we have minds of our own and we have pockets of our own and that will lead us to the end of the show and our main topic so moving on <laughs> so did anybody have anything else because i'm i'm on a train going to the next the next time <laughs> well, i just was i was just wondering you think his fellow workers cheered him on I no, After I don't hearing think they this? did. I, I really Hopefully not. I don't think they cheered him on. I, that's a good question. I get. Has anybody ever created something and put? I think it was a joke. I think like some of the older cats, like yo, let's just tell him to post it. 
That'd be so funny if he actually does it. Jeremy loves it when you do this. Do this. He'll really take notice. <laughs> and boy, did he. Oh yeah. my god. I don't, we rate yeah. our fans on Reddit. It's yeah. King Toolbags out on the bread line. Yep. Yes. Make sure to put your name so everybody knows who's <laughs> listing this. You will have employee of the month by next month. I guarantee it. No. But, yeah. So, hey. In an upswing at Survive the Ark tweeted out that Ark has been nominated for Xbox Game of the Year in the Golden Joysticks. So I will put the link to the tweet and to gamesradar.com for you guys to do your thing if you want to vote and all that jazz. So do you guys ever vote and stuff like that? Sometimes. Well, there you go. Now you can if you want to. If you play Ark on, joy on, uh, on Joystick. If you play Ark on Xbox. <laughs> And that, <laughs> you did not giggle. Um, it's, it's just fertile ground for jokes. That's all oh, I gotta God. say. All right, moving Low on. Low-hanging fruit. Jeremy Steiglitz. So true. Um, also, this is something that has gotten a lot of us all. Oh, um, he, he actually tweeted out a picture of a procedural arc view. So that was really cool that he did that. He said, another procedural arc view. Please bear in mind the system is still work in progress. So, how cool is that? So you can kind of get an idea of what they are working on, because I'm really excited about this, this whole idea. So I did put the link to that tweet that leads to the graphic. What are your thoughts? I really like it because I hope he uh, really starts posting more to give us an idea of how diverse their uh, procedurally generated stuff can be. And I liked how uh, there's a question in that tweet uh, where it was basically, will we be able to share the seeds which reminds me of Minecraft, where you could actually create these seeds and then actually share them. So it would be cool if not only that you could do these diverse uh, procedurally generated ones, but you actually can create like a list of favorites and then go back to them. Ooh. So it's like, so hey, we've created this one. We really like this map, but we're going to start fresh. But we'll come back to this map later or, or something. So it that would be cool as well. So I really want to see more of these examples. Maybe that's a special upgrade for the island that you're talking about. Yeah, I like your go. positivity. I'm trying, damn it! <laughs> I like the, I like any love or thoughts of love that the island gets. I don't know. I appreciate it. So, moving on to... Hey, X, guess what time it is. It's time for some Xbox talk. So, Mr. Chief Shocker, take it away. Yes, last night, late last night, um, Virgin's... Virgin? Virgin? <laughs> Oh, the virgins. They come out late at night. Um, yes, they then do. Then they're looking for the golden joystick. Oh. They want to handle it. I gotta get myself an Xbox One then. What the hell? <laughs> oh they God. bring the virgins out, man. So, version 741 came out late last night. Um, it put out 30 to 40% rendering performances to improve structures, 15% overall rendering performance to improve by moving all render targets. Uh, let's see, significantly improved rendering performance for Scorched Earth environment. Uh, it fixed some crashes with the game. They fixed dramatically installation of Scorched Earth DLC. There's something you had to do to restart your game to get that to work. It fixed the Giga. Um, the Giga did have a problem of collecting wood when it attacked animals. So you could get overcumbered pretty quickly. So that was um, something that really needed to be fixed. And then we got the two new dinos and also the night vision goggles, which uh, I learned it takes a lot of materials to make that. Also takes a level 90 character to get it. Yes. Yeah, those things are not cheap. Yes. Uh. And 
in Smash, I saw that you, and I, I looked at it too, and this is what's got me going, was um, Jeremy put out that he tweeted 742 was past certificates and it was coming out last night, and I couldn't find 742 anywhere. I don't know if Jeremy may have just been um, so out of it after watching that movie in London that he posted about on Twitter, yeah. <laughs> but it was 741 that came out last night. I'm assuming he's getting way too excited for 742, but uh, look forward to any new information. That'd be great. No, that was a pretty big update that we just got, like yes. 5.3 gigs, and followed up by a patch 3.8 gigs. That one took me forever. There's actually a patch getting ready to hit right now at midnight. I just got that across the screen. Another one? Great. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Seven, <laughs> seven, four, oh, one, they're never one. ending. Hey, at least you guys, I mean, it's a, it's bittersweet that you don't have mods that you have to update, but it's, <laughs> it's kind of cool if you could see all the stuff that the modders have come up with, so... Oh, I'm hoping we get mods someday. We saw it's possible with other games. Yeah. With mods, feel... you get a lot of good things, but then there's some negatives. Yeah, I'm All always envious when I hear mods. you guys talk about it. Oh, delicious mods. Especially <laughs> that uh, auto poop collector and oh. yeah, fertilizer yeah. maker and oh. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that would make my life easy. They should take the Alvaraptor and just turn it into an egg collector as well as... Yeah, that would be cool. The I think they, the they did like a mod. Pick up poo. Exactly. They did a mod the for the beetle that does that, or is it the Alvaraptor? Is it both? I know there's a mod that where they actually tweaked one of the dinos to do that, where it would, it would, did that with the eggs or with the poop. I just don't remember which. I they need to do it in official. Yeah, they should do that, an officially thing. And that's the one thing I loved about the Scorched Earth is, you know, like we have the camels that give you water and that they perform tasks. And we already have talked about how the doeds can sit there and smash rock when you're not even telling them to. Right. It seems like they could do that with the Oviraptors and stuff and the, you and know, the beetles. It wouldn't surprise me if it becomes one of their TLC passes, like they're talking about with the original dinos. They're going to come back and do these tweaks. Because, again, the Oviraptor steals eggs. It makes sense for him. The beetle eats poop. It makes sense. So yeah, exactly. I would not be surprised if it's a pass coming down the line. It's like, we're not going to do it yet, but we'll come back and do it. Yeah, definitely. That would be cool to see. So, Smash, you have some some patch notes for the PC crew? Uh, I thought it was interesting is because every time we get these updates that we just obviously got this new one with the two dinos and everything, they tend to put these follow-up things saying, here's what you look you can look forward to, and they already are starting to ramp up more and more, so they, they already have listed four dinos for the next one, and then some stuff they've been saying is going to come out, not come out, come out, not come out, and I'm already in the mindset, yeah, the dinos are probably coming out next month, but I'm highly doubtful right now that the other four they've mentioned, since they've mentioned them before, they're probably going to get delayed again. So I was really curious and wanted to ask the group, do you find it, should they keep saying, leave these things in the upcoming thing until they're 100% sure, or just keep going back and forth? Do you really care? Does it matter to you? Does it find, Do you find it aggravating? I, I find I it like aggravating. The teasers. Yeah, the teaser aspect I can get, but there's only so much teaser before you turn away and go, you know what I mean? Like, who, where in life does a teaser that never comes to fruition ever really work out? You know, uh. like, I think that if they, they balanced it with teaser, space, 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 delivery. Teaser, space, 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 delivery. But not a mountain of teasers and a trickle of delivery. I guess that's my point. Yeah, yeah well, and it gives them an so issue with credibility, too. Because, you know, kind of like what Smash is saying now. Okay, so they're saying these things, but I give it a 50-50 if it'll actually happen. 
if they delivered more often, we wouldn't be so skeptical. Yeah, because, like, some... uh, Dynamic Bridges were supposed to come out in this last patch. How many times have they delayed that? Then you've got the Breeding Phase 3. How many times have they said that's upcoming? Oh, it's coming out. Now it's delayed. It, it's I find it annoying, but it's it's a minor thing in the overall, but I was really right. curious. Yeah, it's a good thing to point out, because it's true, you know? And the Dynamic Bridges thing, they're, they're ripping that off, a mo off of a mod anyway, yeah. so, I mean, it shouldn't be that hard. Yeah, well, we've established they do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm just curious to see how they implement it. Is it going to be like, here's a short bridge, here's a long bridge, here's a medium bridge, there's your dynamic, or will it be like the mod where you can actually stretch it? Yeah, it would be We'll have to wait and see. Because with the hatch, too, you know, we, we got the hatch. But yeah, I know Cricket was commenting on it last night. I believe it was you, right, Cricket? Pulling you in from the dark depths of the team speak. If not like, him, some people were I, commenting on it. I, when we were talking about the hatch, and I know the group of us, we were talking about the hatch that they implemented, where, you know, a lot of people are still kind of feel sketchy about using it because you have to use the E button to open and close it. They right. pulled that in from a mod, but yeah, they didn't really tweak that accessibility. They didn't make it any easier. You know, I'm disappointed yeah, also, in the size of it, too. Sorry. Well, definitely, yeah, it's too small. wondering is what the... They were saying that they were going to pull the same button off the on the Xboxes for the ride in the open, and I was wondering if they did it on there because I haven't played on Xbox in a while. Every uh, time I've tried to open that gate, I jumped off. Yep. Yeah, it's supposed to be a reassigned. He, it's going to have to come in some kind of patch later on because it's not working. Uh, they can also be used right now as extra base defense because they do not destroy the ceilings underneath it. So it adds an extra layer of defense. Oh, oh that's funny. Interesting. Because <laughs> I laid it on the roof and I put the thing down. I'm like, wait a minute. And I opened it up. The four ceiling tiles were still there. Ooh. Wow. I bet I bet that is some very valuable information somebody is going to appreciate very much that you just shared. <laughs> <laughs> that Not for PvP, nice. that's going to help a lot. Right? right? Which is huge for Scorch Earth right now because there's no, you know, mid to low tier defense but by god you put these things on the top nobody's breaking in unless they really 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 have something to get in wow that'll probably help write that down everybody write that down <laughs> <laughs> that's a miraculous help. achievement by being added all right now we love these things <laughs> <laughs> they don't do what they're supposed to but the side thing right that's right <laughs> so that's silver lining right <laughs> Gotta Always Gotta look find. for the silver lining. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, Smash. Now the, back to back to your patch notes. Oh, that was the main thing. It's just it, it's listing the four dinos, uh, which I think is interesting to see them ramp up. Uh, so we're basically in this next patch. We're supposed to be getting the procedurally generated arcs as an experimental initial test, which could oh. be cool. You've got the breeding phase three, random mutations and family trees, but been delayed before. You got your Explorer Notes, which are supposed to help with story, been delayed before. Dynamic Link Bridges, also been de uh, delayed. But then you have, I'm going to probably butcher these names, the Caprosuchus, the Diplocolus. <laughs> yeah, that thing. <laughs> the thing that helps you breathe underwater. Uh, the Calocotherm and the Megalosaurus. Megalosaurus. Uh, yeah, that thing. Uh, and then... Performance boost. So I have a feeling they're going to introduce the four dinos, but the other stuff, I'm not even worrying about it. I think the Caprosuchus is probably like a uh, Sarko. 
Yeah, I think it's the uh, the Carno version where it's like on two legs, so it's really good on land and uh, water. I remember it vaguely. Ooh, a killer croc. I'll take one. Mm. Yeah. And then I the, what the uh, Calicotherium is. That's the I think the mammal-like one that climbs the trees. Oh. Okay. Caliglia theorem. That's the one that's the uh, siege uh, siege attacker. He can yeah, the one throws boulders. Yeah, the catapult. Look, yeah. What? Oh, that's cool. Alico and then the, uh, the 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 dip the dip there is the uh, the weird aquatic one. I think you can breathe extra oxygen from or something. Diplocalis. Yeah, you know the names. You You're know the names. Google the dip. That. I can pronounce because I took Latin. Damn it, I can't speak Latin, but I can pronounce Latin words. <laughs> <laughs> I know how the words work. <laughs> Awesome. And I don't know about the Megaloceros. What a nerd. I am, dude. I am such a nerd, but it's alright. <laughs> it works really Megalosaurus well is yep. awesome. It's the noctor nocturnal. Uh, he gets stronger at night. <gasps> oh, that thing. Cool. Okay, yeah, so, wow. so let's day... put it this way. If they introduce these, it also brings other elements into the game, which could help. Night raids. Night raids. That's going to be fun. Because they're going to sleep night vision goggles during the day. I would raid at night anyway without any night vision goggles. Yeah. I mean, totally also, good. yes. Well, you know, oh. it's it's one of those things with the night vision goggles. I'm not sure how often people use those, seeing how everyone gammas up anyway. Right. I was going to add in, too, I did see a tweet from Jeremy where the Scorched Earth is said to get these new dinos. The Tapahora and the other one. The, yeah, he said coming one? soon, I think. So that'll be good. Sir X. What was it? The one that looks like a little mini. The Archaeopteryx. Yeah, Archaeopteryx. Yes, that one. Oh my God! They need to tweak that so bad. They need to tweak that so bad. Explain, please. Have you not seen it? Have you not seen it? No, I haven't. No. Oh my God. Okay. Go see this Archaeopteryx. It's probably my misconception of what they're going to do with it. But all the other dinos go under your shoulder. These do not. Yeah. Even though they're like a hang glider or a parachute, they are always above you with your arms up. Oh, whether what? you're flying, whether you're walking, oh. you constantly have to hold them above your head. I'm like, that's weird. <laughs> How does that even help you? Can they fly behind you? Or are you just going to be running around with these things above your head just in case? I wonder yeah. if they sit on your shoulder, and then when you go to use them, you just kind of like hang on to them and hang glide with them. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I thought. On your back, maybe like just attached to your back. Yeah, that'd be cool. You know Again, what, though? That'd be awesome. I, as small as those things are, I'm surprised that they could support the weight of a human. Well, they also apparently don't take into account whatever weight you have on you. It's just a matter of they can carry whatever there's attached to you, and uh. you glide forever. Oh, so you can be overweighted as, like, hell and jump off the mountain with it. Yeah, it, That's does, cool. it, it still hovers. I mean, you hover for a long period of time. You can kind of just jump and hover along the ground, which I'm not sure if that's a glitch. It's more the carrying above your head that's really annoying me. Uh, well, hope, I'm done. Hopefully you won't have to carry it. <laughs> hopefully it'll perch on your shoulder or back. I'm hoping that gets a patch to do that, right? I hope so. I, yeah, have it like a backpack. Yeah, that would be cool. That rides on your back. That would be cool. I mean, it's All about right, Goon. Same size as Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, Goon had a question about night vision. What's your question, Mr. Goon? Well, we talked about this before the podcast, but the night vision... To make it, it takes a lot of stuff out of the ocean, like black pearls, um, angler gel. How are they going to do this on Scorched Earth? Uh, they're not. <laughs> Actually, you can get angler gel and black pearls from the death worms. 
How does that oh, even make sense? That doesn't make sense. That's weird. Well, it, it's a good way for them to actually put it in, you know, they have to put yeah, it somewhere, I guess. Yeah, they have to. It sounds like it's like a, hey, until we actually somehow maybe have English. That's weird. I don't know. That's That's weird. It is. I feel like, like the mantis would have anglers. There's something. It's like, hey, I feel like having peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Go over there and hit that cactus. What? There's no peanuts over there. It makes zero sense, but whatever. Specialty peanut butter and jelly cactus. <laughs> it's weird. Mm-hmm. That's the DNA. We're messing it with the DNA by. of plants. It's they're they're getting a spy. They're they're what? islanding you. <laughs> <laughs> You've been islanded. You've been island. <laughs> Or you've been sandbagged. Good, good one. (laughs) So guess what time it is for the nine-year-long ARC Digest. That's what time it is. This is the question and answer session with lead designer, lead programmer, co-creative director of ARC, Survival Evolved, co-founder studio, wildcard, Jeremy Drake, Suglets. That you can find on SurvivalTheArc.com. But because maybe you haven't read all of this, we're going to do it for you. And we're going to do it with the amazing Smash, who reads the voice of the survivors, and Mr. Goon, who does use a voice modifier and changes his voice to sound like the Jeremy Overlord to answer the questions. And then maybe if you're lucky, you'll hear us chime in in between when we have something to say. So, Mr. Smash, take it away. Alrighty, we have Survivor Mario Man 9112 asking, can we expect holiday events on Xbox One anytime soon? I'm sure I'm not the only Xbox One player that wants some skeleton dinos walking around. This Halloween and Christmas, yes, at long last. So, Xboxians. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, no. I can't wait to get that skeleton ride. That's going to be fun. Awesome. My nephew's going to freak new. out, and it's going to be awesome. Hopefully they add more this round, since there's more dinos now. Yeah, that would be cool to have a, a more of a variety of skeletons walking around. Not just that. Skins for us, too. I'd like to be a headless horseman. Yeah! Oh, that would be nice. Oh. Good one! How cool, would that, how cool would a wyvern skeleton skin be? Scary be as hell. I just gotta say, scary as hell. And have yeah. it glow. Yeah, just bones with just, like, radiating different colors on the inside. Yeah. It's an alpha. It's an alpha skeletal. <laughs> Alrighty, we got Irish Evil Monkey. Interesting. Uh, asks... Would like to see alliances become more useful on PvE. They're useful on PvP because you can go around each other's bases without setting off defenses, etc. I propose that alliances on PvE would mean that in certain circumstances, your allies are considered like tribe mates. I.e., you can pick them up with your birds, pick up their animals, etc. It's not unusual for someone on PvP, sorry, PvE to unclaim an animal so another player with a quetz can bring it somewhere. This would change that. That's certainly worth implementation. I'll get it on the backlog. You know, that's going to be a, ba- a long backlog. There's it's got to be a long backlog. Why? I'll get it on the backlog. That's such a cop-out saying. Hey, but hey, we were giving him crap about saying yes all the time, never saying no. Now he's re- he's moving in the no direction, going, I'll get it on the backlog. I guess. Hey, yeah, some modern tech no. here. <laughs> he's finally being honest that there's an infinite list. <laughs> And the backlog. <laughs> it's like when you go to get a pair of shoes and you're like, oh, do you have any in the back? Well, now we know they have stuff in the back. 
That's gonna be my new thing now. I'm gonna say that from now on. When oh, my son jacks me for something, so like, Dad, can I have a uh, this? I'm like, uh, I'll pop it on the backlog and I'll get back <laughs> to you about it. I dare you. <laughs> Let's put a pin on that. <laughs> I'll come back to that later. Yeah, do it. Do it. Let us know how that worked out. That's like saying we'll see as a pin. You're our beta tester. Go, go forth and do that. Let us know how that works. <laughs> a real life for science. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, we got Survivor Jawadi asking, Back in December, you said that both Xbox and PC would be getting split-screen in the near future. Is this still planned for PC? Yes. It took a long time the Xbox Windows crossplay feature, which involves remerging Xbox functionality up to PC, which will also include the improved gamepad support of Xbox. I can't wait for you guys to get the split-screens. There's so many hacks you can do. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like that he didn't go for you're gonna have a great experience. No no hacks. Straight I up know. hacks. <laughs> uh, split screen multiplayer is the best like uh unlimited backpack there is. You load them up, pass them out, go where you want, press start, boop, you got your backpack. Wow. FOMO oh. love this. He was gonna think about buying the second account for like a bartender, so he had to pop behind the bar or something. Already we got Survivor totally uncool. Asking, will uploading and transferring tames from official servers to unofficial unofficial ones ever be implemented with the possibility for the server owners to put some kind of restriction on it if they so wish? Well, we might add it to the download to local storage feature. That'd be easy enough. Is this like what we were talking about last night, where we would like a little bit more in-depth control over what comes and goes from one server to the next? I think so. I wasn't That's 100% That's what I'm on that. hearing. It's not exactly what we were talking about, but it's a step in the right direction. Good, good. What are you looking to, um, what are you guys wanting to restrict as far as, like, you're talking about different servers transferring well, in here? Well, I don't, yeah, just for the I really I mean, want to, I really want to be able to block people bringing things in from single player mode. Yeah. No, you know, ungodly level to Wyvern, just out of the blue. There we go. No, yeah, exactly. I was just thinking we should elaborate for other. You know, That's a good. Yeah, I thank you for doing that. Sometimes I forget. Well, it's like uh, Fo has in game has said when people are asking. All right, you can bring animals here, but if they're from another CRR server, that way we know the settings and everything. It makes it fair for everybody. Exactly. Or creatures. Like I don't know how that works. Like if you have a dragon on one, or a dragon, you know what I mean? I don't know. It just seems like. You want it to be as fair as possible. Granted, it's PVE, and you're you're not like really competing. But people are talking about selling this and selling that and selling these things. Like if you're just farming from your single player, then that kind of defeats the purpose. You know, right? There's so many different avenues that it 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 gets lost. You know, it it would be nice to have more control over what and who and instead of. I know from our Nitrato accounts, we have a little button that you can put like, do you let a survivor in or no? Do you let a dino in or no? Do you let items in or no? That's all we have. So it's either all or nothing. And that's never any fun. Options, right? Options. We want oh, options. we love the options. Yeah, even if <laughs> yeah. you and have it... a list of other server IP addresses that said, okay, it's okay to transfer yeah. from these servers. That's good. That's a good idea. Hey. That would really work well with oh our situation. God. Hey, Smash, put that in. They like you. <laughs> put that in. I'll see if I can get that question answered. You do that. Get on that. You, you have a way. <laughs> awesome. 
Alrighty, we've got Survivor J asking, can the Lymantria moths produce silk to give them another use? Yeah, that's a good idea. I'll make it so. Outside of flying and being all cute and fluffy, what other use do you really need? You know, that, that reminds me of something, too. The rock elementals, if you read their profile, it mentions something about them, uh, you know, like uh, accumulating metal ingots when they're in rock form. I've left mine in rock form for days on end and never gotten a metal ingot. Yeah, they are kind of skimping on the way they describe things. Even if they're kind of broad in the statement, it seems pretty obvious where you're going with it. Again, I, I even notated here, it's like if you read the, the moth's description, Lumina has mentioned this on other instances where he thought what they described is what they would actually do. Then someone asks about it, and he's surprised. They go, oh, I never thought about that. It's a good idea. I'll implement that. <laughs> this, again, it seems like they should be making the silk. They, they even state, what is it? Its ability to produce silk and spores, its spores gathered for fertilizer or poison. So, and it's like its saving grace as a mount is its ability to release spores mid-flight, allowing it to act as a primitive bomber during sieges. So, the way it currently works, it is, like Esme says, it's a flyer, and it kind of looks cute. And it farts you, stuff. <laughs> right. Yes, but the farts do nothing. <laughs> so, are you it, saying that this DLC that we paid for is still in development? Is that what you're saying? A wee bit. <laughs> just a wee bit. <laughs> And this is some of those areas we could have developed. Well, I'm going to go and talk to my BFF, Rob, and see if he agrees with you. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about Rob has an opinion. <laughs> you have never played on the island or rode a moth. Who are you? <laughs> stupid Rob. <laughs> I'm going to sell mugs now that says stupid Rob. That's what I'm going to do. I'll buy one. Like a, yeah, I know. Would you like to buy Hashtag stupid Rob if you want to. <laughs> Success! He's made a name for himself. Hashtag stupid Rob. Right. On one side it says stupid Rob. On the other side, Lord douchebag. Yeah, exactly. Land, it would be funny if like um, Land Dragoon and Rob were the same person. Oh my god! You know, should, you know what they should do is they Land have douche. the Land douche. <laughs> the mugs. Remember, I think it was I don't remember which uh, which podcast, but we were talking about the douchery or the douchebaggery achievement. So yeah. it's it's Rob. Douchebaggery achieved. Yes. <laughs> yeah. If you get Rob glasses. sunglasses. Yeah. Get Rob glasses. But that might have to happen. <laughs> oh yes. Nice. D bag achievement unlocked. Episode uh, twenty four. <laughs> trophy in form of spray on tan. <laughs> <laughs> Is that an interesting skin or what? <laughs> I guess it would be maybe it's a Halloween skin because you come out looking orange. <laughs> oh, exactly. now I want a douchebag suit for my guy in our. Oh, <laughs> All right, everybody's dressed Tribal up. We know exactly who you are. Right? So it's like, so it's like an Ed Hardy T-shirt, <laughs> a pair of tight jeans, oh, Lord. and the douchebag glasses, and maybe a tribal tattoo or two, and lots of gold chains. Oh, oh my God! Have like two or three gold chains, bracelet, and a pinky ring. Oh my god, it's, it's, oh, have you guys seen those Rob Lowe commercials where he's seeing it, you've seen different personalities of him, and he's like the, it's that, he was the douchebaggery suntanning one, that was the Rob. Yes, (laughs) oh, nailed it. Bro, yo, I say bro too much. (laughs) You mad, bro? Oh god, we're, I don't even know where we are now. (laughs)
Oh, uh, no, we were talking about the, the moths, moths, and Xavier was going to have something to say. Oh, oh yeah, I, I just I just wanted to point out that this, that this is not the first time where the like animal or item description does not match up with its functionality. Um, because what is it? That that cactus sap is. It says right in the description. It hydrates you. You you can eat that crap all day long. Mm -hmm. oh get it does hydrate you. It does hydrate you. Yeah, when, when you, you punch it. Yeah, yeah. When, when, you, when you collect it, it not no, not just I, punch I, it. I, Use I, your axe. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, when no, you collect I, I understand it. that. But just the way the description's written, I like. You just oh. intuitively think I'm gonna you know take this with me and this will be my it, water. No, it not the feeds case. you yeah. so well right. though. Like it cranks your hunger like so fast. You are the, I, I'm not crapping on the cactus. I just I just wanted to point out that it, so that's a good it doesn't match up with what it says. Yeah, it's one example. No, it's, I'm crapping on the cactus because oh it's God, supposed to give you water. No, no, you I don't, think you're crapping You don't want to do that because so it hurts. Yeah, just be careful you don't squat too low. <laughs> no, I, I just don't use song. it to wipe. I had that song, crapping on a cactus, crapping on a cactus. Like, it started. What you going to do? <laughs> what you going to do? Who you going to call? Crapping on a cactus. Like, yeah, it's, oh. Robert Scrivis. I don't know. Yeah, so what you're saying is it needs a more developed tooltip. The tooltip sucks. Pretty much. I agree. That does suck. Because that was the first thing I thought. I'm sitting there mowing down. Bobbert shoving his face full of cactus. And I'm like, what? This is not... No. And then Bobbert dies. And I'm like, oh. Uh, uh, of dehydration. False advertising. False advertising. Just went through hundreds of sap. How can I still be thirsty? I had no idea. I was axing it. Like the Just edit, which is kind of cool. Because you get showered with sap, and they're like, oh, it soaks into your bobber pores, and you are revitalized. Okay, that's that's just a weird imagery it's of like how you get hydrated, okay? Bobbert smearing himself with cactus. Yes. It's like a dime <laughs> store like cheesy romantic. Jello. It is. Perfect. Hmm. Slow wind. Oh, dear. Cactus oh, dear. sap. Oh, dear. <laughs> that's not how you use the sap. The scorched... Oh, my God. <laughs> there is no Vaseline in Ark. Back to the golden joystick. Back to the golden Oh my god. Oh goodness. If there was any question, Link, you do fit right in. <laughs> You've joined the crew of the crazy people talking about Ark. Oh, thank you. Not just talking about Ark, talking about Ark inappropriately. Ark rated. <laughs> rated Ark. Alrighty, alrighty. <clears throat> we have Survivor Scorpio asking, so... Now that Scorched Earth has finally unveiled mythical creatures, will we get griffins? Because I think it would be cool to have an Argentavis Sabertooth hybrid, and perhaps they can live in the game's canyons, renamed Griffin Canyons. Please, 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 yes, please, yes. Someone's happy. Well, I just question. wanted the mana core to be tameable. That's a mod. But I will definitely take griffins. <laughs> yeah, they're cool. The real question is, after watching the scene a few dozen times, how could I not? I agree. I totally would not have a problem with a griffin, which brings me to my question. What other mythical creatures are non-dinos do you guys want in this map or what other map? Do you have any in mind? Hippogriffs, I want the griffin to be as big as a quetzal, though, for sure. Whoa. See, that feels like it's going into the rock territory. I wouldn't mind fighting a Medusa. Oh, gorgons would be cool. Yeah, like just like somehow fight it without looking at it. That'd be oh. an interesting tactic to add. Actually wow. see people turn into rocks. That would definitely be a boss. Or, or, like have, or like have to wear night vision when you fight it. That's what I was thinking. Are you actually use the I mean, shields? If we're bringing these in, how much are we going to wait until they start bringing in like Cyclops and Giants and stuff like that? Yeah, I don't know. Where do you draw the line? Hydra. Next thing Hydra. you know, we'll have Hydra. 
Yeah. Little dryads coming out from the trees trying to seduce you. Wood. Oh my god. <laughs> Some lady wood on nymphs. a train. Hey, that's what I was gonna say. Water nymphs, wood nymphs. Where's the mermaids? When I start <laughs> to see fairies, I'm walking around with a shotgun. That's all I'm saying. What, you don't want a butterfly net so you can capture them and smush uh, them or put them in the in the box or what? I'm just saying the little fairies will probably be like little mosquitoes. They'd be about the same size. I want a unicorn damage. Unicorns for me. Oh, unicorns. I'm all over that. Run around and horn people. That's uh, the line. A Pegasus? Whoa. No, Robert Pegasus. A unicorn would be dead sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Smeared with cactus. <laughs> cactus, yeah. Cactus moisturizer. If there's Pegasus, there better be a nightmare. Oh, definitely. Because that's what I'm taming. There's so many places they could go with this. I, again, I like how, I don't remember who said it, but where do you draw the line? I don't know, because they've already gone down this road. Where do you stop? I think. In my opinion, suits, you just you don't know? stop, dude. You don't draw a line. Just keep on doing. Keep on going. See, yeah, that's where I think they could go into another map, where another DLC is Mythical Island or something. What? This isn't what this is? There's dragons right. and rock elementals, and all that's missing is a giant castle in the background. There you go. Right, that's what I was going to say. But they, they managed to make it suit the environment, though. You know, as long as they suit the environment, I think that's the line. If it starts becoming too fantastical for the environment that they've built, like the center, I could see, like, Pegasus on the center. I could see that kind of thing, because it's a fantastical-looking map, you know? Right, very beautiful, yeah. Yeah, Landscape. flying island and everything. Oh, yeah. yeah. I gotta say, though, I'll be disappointed if they incorporate magic, if people are running around with staffs and shit. You know, blast yeah. each other with firewalls and stuff. Uh, like, I don't, that's, that's too far. I don't think they're going to because there's a later question where he even says, we're not dealing with that kind of stuff. We deal more with side fantasy. So I I, it, I think it'd be a stretch for them to go magic. Unless no, it's they're going to do firebombs before they do that. Alrighty, we got Survivor J also asking, will you consider re-adding the dune buggy because it would, be, uh, it would go great in Scorched Earth? It requires a lot of server performance to handle handle it properly. So we'll take a look at it next week and see if there's some ways you can squeeze it in without negatively affecting server performance. Perhaps its own high quality physics simulation or at least as a server option. I thought it was kind of cool when they gave it, but I don't know how many people actually want it. Even though it would fit this desert area, I'm kind of like, eh. Dude, I would love cruising around on a dune buggy. That would be awesome. Especially yeah, if I could mount like a 50 cal on it. There's well, actual dude like a road warrior and Max versus dinos. I think it'd be like the quets of the scorched earth, and it would be too OP. I'd have a big old like T-Rex skull like mounted on the hood and shit, and drive <laughs> around firing at stuff, shooting like eco RP wyverns out of the sky with the gun on the back. Oh man, that'd be fun. Esme, you say it'd be overpowered, but imagine the fuel that would cost. Yeah, exactly. Look yeah. how much oil we get currently. Well, I guess that all depends. Yeah, I mean, oil. I mean, we have bugs going around pissing oil, and I don't know. I just I just feel like if in the hands of, like, an alpha tribe, they would be able to, tra like, travel a lot faster. Well, I don't know now. I guess it depends on if, if you're unofficial, because you could technically transfer stuff now. I don't know. I just well, think it'd be too OP. As unscorched with the different environmental effects, they could really wreak havoc on machinery. You know, you make like sandstorms clog up its intakes and stuff, and it just doesn't drive in sandstorms, or electrical storms will short it all out. And yeah, you know, you could if really you make it. it not like as you know, 
it's not like, oh, I have a, a car and a doom buggy and I can just drive it around and, you know, that's one <laughs> thing. But Well, I, I got I to gotta say, I think a wyvern is way more OP than a dune buggy. I mean, oh, hell yes. flying around, spitting fire and lightning. But and you can't mount stuff. guns on a wyvern, can you? you don't it has it. a gun <laughs> for a mouth. Um, yeah, uh, he shoots lightning out of his but mouth. But it doesn't work on a lot of things because Foe tried to do his, um, what was it, your blue wyvern on the rock dude and the rock dude was like ha 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 go away little it took dragon. no damage yeah so i mean all. they do have their limitations but i think a vehicle mounted with guns like lee you are well their limitations well their limitations would be gas elemental even with regular guns now does almost nothing it's yeah, it's all about rock elementals are pretty and they'd run out titans. of gas i mean yeah. they'll probably take a lot of gas and soak up a lot of gas yeah. Plus, they're probably gonna have to come out with specialized bullets that you can. You're gonna have to put a lot of work into. So, I, I mean, you might have Gatling guns, but it's gonna cost you a lot to make enough ammo for that thing that you won't run out too quick. Yeah, I think it'd be kind of like a leap. Like, I don't know, um, because we're driving around. It's not like there's a, I don't know, the whole car thing. There's no evidence of cars being around in their little ruins. I guess if they like worked it into the environment, like like old rusted street signs and like maybe you f you go and gather the rusted broke ass pieces and you build the dune buggy i think that would be kind of cool yeah well but see this whole environment is set up easily so you don't have to have roads because it is a desert like area all these areas you know I mean? can like be the makeshift like the roads that used to be you know how they have ruins everywhere like, yeah, I think yeah, if cool. they made it look like an abandoned, ruined, like an actual city, because, like, we have, like, Roman-looking ruins and shit, where does a car really fit into that? But if they actually made the ruins look more, you know, higher technology, more of, like, a, a streets and towns and cities that we know, then and then you piece together those pieces to build it, I think that would be kind of cool. But oh, as I it think is it right would... now, I don't think it belongs on Scorched Earth. My I think that would just opinion. tie it in. Although I, must, although I must nope. say these uh, tall, angled, pointed rocks would make awesome jump ramps. They would really <laughs> oh, yeah. There's several of those. Well, I mean, jump. it wouldn't be something you find. It would be something that you build. Yeah, you'd fabricate it probably. Like, you don't see, like, ra like rocket launches around. You don't see, like, abandoned fabricators anywhere. I'm not saying that you do. I'm saying that's what I wish it would be. That's what I'm saying. Oh, like, yeah, that would be cool to see more I'm of saying. that. Yeah. I wasn't saying it should. I'm saying I would like to see it implemented that way. Like if, Yeah, tied into mm. the environment. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. I think it would add a different element. Like, because you and I have, and we have talked about, um, like, questing and da da da. I think it would be kind of cool if you didn't just go to a little machine and be like, oh, I'm going to craft this car and I'm going to drive it around and put nine guns on it and go shoot the f out of everything. Like, I don't think that. <laughs> oh, damn. That was a perfect Lee impersonation. <laughs> that was hard. That was so to a T. It's like his brother was I in the room. Oh. Behind. Like, that is how I envisioned. Like, Somebody walking up to it. I didn't put a name on it. So, uh, yeah, but you're referencing me. I know. I put a name on it. Jeez, being too so, old, overly sensitive. I am. I'm crying. Oh, Okay, maybe I can craft you some tissues at my fabricator <laughs> and put nine guns on the box and hand it. No. It'll be uh, covered in sap. Nobody wants that. <laughs> I, I keep thinking of Fury <laughs> Road. Oh my god, that was brilliant. Um, <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, you know, I think that would be cool that this is a like an opportunity for them to maybe, you know, if they do advance their tech, maybe go in, in a way that you do actually have to go out and seek things. It's not necessarily a quest, but you're not just standing at a machine crafting shit. Like you actually are going out, exploring the land, piecing together things. That would be cool. They're kind of doing it right now with the dragons. Faloon has said it before in our gaming group. You know, you got, you get the dragons, you can't just tame a dragon, you got to raise a dragon, you got to steal the egg. Like they have it done in steps. I think if you were to add in a dune buggy, it should be added in in steps. That's my Like opinion. you got to go find a motor somewhere. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think it'd Personally, be cool. I, I would like a broke ass uh, workshop. Off. I don't care where I get the parts. <laughs> I just, I just like to easy. see it. I just oh, like ahead, to see it. Oh, I just like to see a chariot, to be honest. I have like two raptors pulling. Cool. Yeah, <gasps> something nice Chariot. and simple. By yeah. dinos. That might fit in really well with us. I mean, with the particular scorched earth as it is, there's nothing. I guess I don't know. I don't. I think that would be cool for like the next expansion pack that they drop. On Westworld. Us. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I'm thinking like Fury Road, like tribes fighting over the oil wells and stuff, and Bullet Town. Yeah. So Mad Max. Yeah. Oh, he definitely. When he mentioned the Doom, but I guess the first place I went is Mad Max and uh, Road Warrior and all that. Yep, Road Warrior for sure. Just walk away, and we will spare your lives. Eh. Uh. <laughs> Alrighty, we got Survivor Quetzal asking, can we get a real backup option for Xbox server saves? I have a couple of reasons for wanting this, namely, and then that wasn't listed. Oh, I can tell you the, op the, the reasons why. I have it myself. Go for it! Okay, well, you can only have the three worlds. You can, can't have multiple copies on your single-player world. If you want to delete them, you have to delete them all just to reset one. Well, biggest yeah, example. that sucks. Yeah, the biggest example I got is I got my nephew. He loves playing that split screen. And I kind of love to have him on my map, but he loves destroying all my stuff. So I decided to create him a new map. And behold my surprise, when I go back to my one map I put, what, 100 and some hours in, it is no longer there, just my nephew's map. Oh, Ouch. Wow. That's a good reason, and I guess Jeremy Overlord will give his opinion. Yes, we'll support a backing up save games and upcoming Xbox update. We realize it's important for server admins. We just need to adequately test the system before we just roll it out. We had it in, but it ran into some icky tech issues. At the time, we had to temporarily disable it. It will return, and soon. Here's hoping. Fingers crossed, bud. Just being able to transfer like from one account to another, just transfer the save world, that would be great. Alrighty, we have Survivor Adam B. asking, I love the way wyvern eggs work on Scorched Earth. Gotta find an egg and raise them from birth. That has been my ideal since Ark came out for all dinos. You guys plan to expand that system? I would love to play in a way where all my dinos are from eggs I hunt down, steal, and hatch. Could add an interesting challenge and roleplay opportunities. Perhaps babies in the wild could also be imprinted since not all creatures lay eggs. Indeed. Now that we've established this mechanical wavelength, we'll give it a shot for some other existing upcoming top tier dinos. Let's see how it feels as an option. I, I do and don't like this, and I was curious what the group thought because... I like it being a top tier thing. Like we have a challenge with the wyverns. I just don't know if I would want to do that with everything. And if he does implement it, I really hope it's a server option. 
It'd be fun to have the option to do it. Like, it's either do it or not, steal an egg and hatch it, or beat the dodo with your fist and taint it. I would love to be able to find fertilized eggs out in the wild. That would be awesome. As just like a you know RNG that it's just there and you find one. That would be awesome. I know That's people have I mean. asked. Yeah, I know people have asked for that, and I thought they said they may implement that, but I wasn't sure. Now, if you could combine the current system with also the ability to find fertilized eggs and raise them, I don't see why that would be any kind of problem. Exactly. Or even a nest. Like maybe if you just walked up on a nest with some fertilized eggs, you know, and you're like, oh, a nest, you know. Yeah, you definitely cool. need nests. It would make RG taming a lot more fun. <laughs> that would be a very good challenge. Yeah. What about for the mammals? Maybe you want to see like little babies walking around that you could imprint on, maybe? Yeah, that would be great. You show up at the right time with berries <laughs> or meat. You oh my god. A white van. That's all I heard. <laughs> with candy. Three <laughs> berries white inside. Van with shades on the windows. You have a blonde yeah. mustache and sunglasses. Pokemon. Hey, Pokemon I want gym. my douche skin. A handful of lollipops. <laughs> it's sounds free, free berries. No, no, it's going to be one of those things where the little baby is born. It comes out of its little area. It's looking for mom and dad. It hears this weird noise. You come rushing through the bushes covered in blood going, Oh, hey, little one. You want to be my friend? <laughs> don't, you don't want to look for your parents right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly, yeah, that nails it. That visual right there. <laughs> Because it sounded creepy. It was like, oh, a little bear. Like, the bear is going to be, like, wandering off by itself a little bit away from... There's always one kid that, for some reason, won't stick with the group. And now you're, like, going to go up there. Can I imprint on you? What? Uh... <laughs> no. Get out of here with that nonsense. I'd be the crazy mama bear. Come up and club you upside the head. Get out of here. Well, that would be the challenge. Yep, I know. That's the challenge. Is your mom gone? Do you want to come with me? Drive up oh. in your white dune buggy with your nine guns. Here, little bear. <laughs> Don't mind me bowling your parents here. Just eat these berries. Exactly. They just want to take a nap. Noises. They're just over there resting. <laughs> It'll be interesting. You know what would be awesome for dune buggies is if they had those things from Fury Road where the dudes were standing on like those poles on the back. Like, yeah, the polecats or whatever the hell those things were called. Yeah. The little, yeah, those were awesome. You also need the exploding sticks, okay? Whatever the hell those things were. <laughs> And you could capture other tribes' members and use them as blood bags. <laughs> oh God, that was! And you can attach them to the uh, the uh, the doom buggy. Yeah, have them like sprawled out across the hood. <laughs> There's so many elements. If they they bring that doom buggy in, I really hope either they bring in other vehicles along those lines, or the option to mod them like that. Oh yeah, I like Esme's idea about finding like specific parts out in the environment. You know, that would be cool. See, I feel like if you're going to do that, you do it not necessarily like a dungeon or a cave. You could do it like a cave, but it's one of those things where you find they've, they've reworked the map and suddenly all these new areas are starting to be found or rocks have fallen off and you actually find an entryway behind this, this new crack in the, the, the mountain which leads into these abandoned workshops where you find blueprints and pieces that you can piece together. Well, we know that you know, they can make the map bigger. They made the center bigger, right? So we, they could just expand on it. And I like the idea of cities, you know, like poking up out of the sand, like old city buildings, like high rises and stuff. Yeah, just imagine so, if they do um, like an event, like a, a huge, long sandstorm. And once it's over, it has uncovered off in some stretched out piece of the desert. You see this new... Uh, landmass sticking out, like you're talking about, or this ruins have just been uncovered. Mm -hmm. Uncovered. 
<laughs> Uncovered. <laughs> we were elucidating on your idea about like cities and stuff out in the desert, you know, where you would get items for building like vehicles and stuff. That would be cool. I think it would be cool. Motorcycles would be cool too if you could like put together like a rat <gasps> bikes. Yeah, exactly. Those, those would really work. Bikes well. would be amazing, wouldn't it? I would be using those on jumps and all the stuff that doesn't have rocks. There's so many areas you could use those. You guys remember the Odyssey cars? No. Mm mm. I got a Nutella sandwich. Sandwich. Yeah, that stuff. Got a Nutella sandwich. Sandwich. <laughs> oh dear. That was peanut butter too. Uh, okay. Mm. It's like eating a Reese's peanut butter cup. I just well, had stop talking jerk. about it. I don't have uh, And now I'm hungry. I know. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, what? Why are you teasing us? Hey, because it's fun. Oh. You were talking about like fresh fried donuts before and oh, all that goodness. Oh, my good donuts that I found today. Yeah, that was torture. You should have brought us a tray of Nutella peanut butter sandwiches. <laughs> yes, digitally give them to us all. Yes. Well, hey, while you were stuffing your face, you're talking about dirt bikes and in the art. I would like that too, just know, as much right? as a dune buggy. That would be fun. Well, there's so many ways you could implement it. It just it, it really needs to work well, not just boom. There you go, you got one. No, you can't ride it for two any... weeks. Oops, sorry. Oh, sorry. I was being the smart ass, so it doesn't really count. <laughs> Oh, okay. I was like, oh, we just because he said they're gonna drop the dirt bikes on us. I'm like, okay, now you can't play your game for two weeks. <laughs> well, on one of our <laughs> oh, God, on one of our seasons, we should definitely do the um, Stargate mod, where like for like the futuristic tier stuff. Yeah, that thing is cool. I really like how they do it. It kind of needs a few tweaks, but for the most part, that thing is pretty easily done. Are Are you guys aware of any Unreal Engine games that have vehicles in them? Uh, not that I know of off the top of my head, but maybe. Unreal Engine. Um, not Gears of War. I think Gears of War might be Unreal, is it? I don't know. So. My good old buddy, the Nutella sandwich. <laughs> Apparently here, but not for long. Right. Already. A, a dung beetle will be by shortly. <laughs> and many people will disagree. I did use a slice of butt bread. <laughs> oh. Uh, that's your call. Alrighty, this awesome survivor known as Permaban This is asking... <laughs> Is asking, is asking if he can be let back onto the server. Oh my god. <laughs> Survivor name Permaban This. Alright, 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 alright. Permaban This is asking, on top of the question I already asked, with the addition of the wind turbine, might we be able to craft a small capacitor to hold electrical power during times that the turbine has no wind to function? Maybe something like every 10 minutes in-game capacitor will run about 15 to 30 minutes in-game. Maybe even see the addition of solar panels to generate power. Well, let's see if a monitor can make that happen. Should be doable with a bit of blueprint ingenuity. And once they get it made, I'll copy it and put it in our game. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. If they can't figure out how to do it, then we'll do it. <laughs> Reading between the lines there, are we? Oh my god. Now, I thought this was interesting the way he worded it, where it's like, he's still doing the mod thing, but it, this is the first time he's basically gone, have a modder do it. Oh, if the modder can't do it, we'll take care of it. That is interesting. Hmm, I wonder why. I wonder why that is. Good point, also, Now, is this uh, Blueprint Ingenuity part of that new Blueprint creation thing that's coming out with the dev kit update or something, where it's not just a matter of making things, you actually tell it what to make and it does it or something? I'm a little confused on that. I have not messed around with the wind turbine. I'm not 
Sure. Currently, I, I have wait. one installed, but I haven't been able to use it, to be honest. Yeah, I think you have to have 65 or higher percent wind for it to do anything, and I don't know if that's... I've heard if it... Whatever the percentage is, is how often it will actually be on, so I don't know if it if it says like 65% wind, if it only works 65% of the time, or if it's just that percentage of wind to keep it moving enough to generate enough power for you to do stuff. Yeah, because I put four of them up, and there wasn't any any of them getting any power from any of the wind. Where how high up did you have it? It doesn't matter the height, it's the actual section. You could go 20 on the ground, go directly high up, and it'll stay 20. So it's kind of like the temperature, it's wherever you're positioned that I've seen. I'll have to test it out some more. Though. I know if you go out to the edges in the desert, I think all of those sections are 100%, but of course it's the most deadly section that you can get attacked in. And a deathworm will probably eat it. Most likely. Ate the I last believe, wind turbine. I believe, like you said, Smash, <laughs> as long as it's above 65, it will work. I don't think it's 65% of the time. Um, because we had one that I got from a red drop on like day two before we got destroyed and trolled and took everything. Um, it worked fine, and we were at 75, and it worked all the time. See, that's what I heard originally, and then I don't remember who it was, said something about percentages, and I was like, wait, I'm now I'm confused, so that makes more sense. Alrighty, we have Survivor Icarus asking, Many herbivores had truly amazing adaptations that made the fight between a predator and prey equal. An ankylosaur could break any T-Rex bone with its tail. Trikes could... Oh, crap. <laughs> That's my exact ringtone. transition to oh, crap. <laughs> That's Sorry. my exact ringtone, and I looked down, and I was like, holy shit, did I leave my ringer on? <laughs> Apparently, I did. All right, take two. What a terrible ringtone. Go ahead. It reminds me of baseball. <laughs> That's Speaking very close. ringtones, Luminin made... <laughs> Luminin made Lee's... What, what of your sound clips did he make his ringtone? Did he really? I don't remember. I remember him telling me he did, but I don't remember what it was. I just oh. thought it was a joke. It was the tongue did hang low, so... Oh, does your tongue hang low? Does it wobble to and from... He made that Oh, God. <laughs> I just thought he was joking. No, I, it's Luminin. He's dead serious, I'm pretty sure. Icarus asks, Many herbivores had truly amazing adaptations that made the fight between predator and prey equal. Ankylosaur could break any T-Rex bone with its tail. Trikes could swivel their head in almost any direction, etc., etc. My question is... Will we ever see any sort of injury system put in place where, uh, where dinos could get cuts, bruises, or broken bones from getting in fights? And if the herbivores could have those adaptations in the game that allowed fights between, say, a rex and an anklo, more up to chance and tactics than raw power alone, since the anklo could seriously wound a rex in, in its own way. I do plan uh, some upcoming combat equalizers for herbivores. Generally and specifically, however, a dedicated dino injury system is a little beyond the scope of our immediate plans. I just really want to see some test footage on this because I have no idea how this is going to work. I'm kind of curious. I think it would be too much. It'd be too much to try and deal with all your dinos, wounds, and whatnot. Personally, and trying to remember which dino has like the broken leg and which dino's like missing an eye and stuff. <laughs> the eye is just dangling there. Oh, that's the one. I mean, we got enough stuff to craft already. I don't need to craft medical supplies, too. Get you a little splint. Tourniquets and eye patches. <laughs> we just put them, just put them down. Eye patch would be cool. Make them meat for the others. Ah, uh, new use for the grinder. There you go. Oh, <laughs> oh it's still ticking. It's got a horrible visual. Like, you're throwing, like, your best, like, buddy into the grinder. 
<laughs> hey, look, there's some food in there, bud. Go, why don't you go grab that right quick? Don't don't worry about that noise. It's all good. Go in there. Go in there. Yeah, there you go. At it. And you just get three times <laughs> the processed meat. Tenderized. Oh dear, dear. Okay. <clears throat> we got Survivor Server 16 Arc asks, "Do you guys think you will ever implement transponder nodes that can be fired from a rifle?" <laughs> that reminds me of the scene from Batman vs. Superman. Oh yeah, I think that would be pretty cool. Stealth check and check it to pick I say, wasn't this introduced earlier on when the nodes were even suggested? I'm not sure. I just want to be able to attach stuff on bullets and arrows. It'd be cool to shoot a note or shoot a transponder, you know, when that quetz flies away and you don't need to really follow him, you just wait. Or if you're looking for a Tapahara and it suddenly disappears, you can track and go, well, the tracking device has disappeared. It apparently has despawned. Oh, there it is. Uh, very true. Server 16 Arc also asks, do you guys ever think you might implement a better version of the magnifying glass? One that works at distance or perhaps gives stat info? Tech tier. Multi-HUD visor. I was wondering when we get a tech tier reference. HUD. I'm thinking it's going to be one of those helmets with all the lenses on it. You'll probably get something like in the middle of your screen where you, like, you look at something and then information pops up in front of you uh, where in the center of your first-person view. Yeah, so maybe like a, a spyglass, but a little, a little less intrusive. Plus, you probably can actually see everything around you if you're like writing something. It's not this circle. I don't know, but with how much they're chalking up to the the tech tier, I'm not I'm not like I'm really really excited for the tech tier, but also I'm a little nervous as how they're gonna handle it. Are like are they gonna like it's it seems like they've tossed so much up to the tech tier they could almost make it a full expansion, and if they do, please don't make us pay for it. And then finally, like with a lot of this tech tier stuff, if they just incorporated it into the final game when they finally do release it, that would be a really nice kind of add on to it to kind of make the game fresh again for a lot of the older players. It'd be a very nice thank you to all of us that's testing it and paying for it. Yeah, and stuck around long enough to, to you know, wait for the, the official game to come out. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, and not to mention, um, give us more of a challenge to use this tech tier on, because as it is, <laughs> once you get higher level, like, what really are you fighting? Like, Well, that point you're fighting other people are, are a hell of a lot more dangerous than the dinosaurs. Well, if it's on a PvP server, but if you're a PvE server and you have tech tier, like, what? Well, yeah, that makes building way easier. It'd be nice to still have NPCs to fight. Yes, I agree. Uh, exactly. I'm curious if that's part of the story where we will actually get NPCs to fight, and that's why we'll need the tech tier, because we're going to have to have something as equal footing or, or, or something. I don't know. Yeah, because right now, I just don't see that. Like, I'm speaking from the island, obviously. I don't, really don't see where... I don't know. I think that would be OP against what our enemies are, which isn't very much. <laughs> Unless you have, like, the, the Anunnaki mod running. Yeah, but that's not part of the main game where no, the tech tier's at. Well, basically, we all be a bunch of Robocops then, right? Look at the suits. Close enough. Pretty much. Uh, I could be done with that. Well, it's another way. To, another, I guess, thing you could try to think about is because this is always evolving, and every time they give us something new as an advancement, there is a reason behind it. Whether it's to make something else easier, or because something's coming down the line, you're going to need it on. So, if we're starting to move into these tech tiers, whether it's this 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 battle armor that gives you all these stats, 
I'm assuming we're going to be going up against something even more difficult. Maybe not just a boss, but a, a new section, a, a new dangerous cave. I don't know what, but it does feel like we might be moving towards something where it's not just a matter of ease and status. It's very much, oh, we definitely need this if we're going in there. Actually, that, that does remind me of Smash. Like, the uh, tech tier armor will be really good for the ice cave and the swamp cave because those are really tough. Yeah, because they're always uh, reducing you by something no matter what you do, right? You can never actually stop it. Right. So, yeah. So if they start implementing that kind of stuff where you're going to have to fight tooth and nail to get these things to prevent that, then that's a good and, thing, I think. And the dinos in there are hardcore. Like in this swamp cave, there's like level 300 mosquitoes. Well, I think it would be kind of cool if, if we have a set here, like later on, is we end up going after the people who put us on this island. You like you have to use it to fight them because you know they're gonna be a lot tougher than we are. Yeah, I think that definitely could work. I mean, it's a good way to fight fire with fire plus dinos. That would be a cool twist. Wait and see. Alrighty, we got Survivor Kimsey asking, "What is your opinion on allowing us to move unconscious dinos, only the ones we can already move when dead or alive, either by hand or with a flyer? Could be very handy when you finally down that flyer and it lands in the ocean drowning." I've considered it, though my concern remains that it may unbalance taming. However, I'll make a server option that is really quite easy to do and see how if players prefer it. As soon as I read this, I just I could swear, Goon, you asked a question about this because it was part of your you were ranting about it, saying why why is this happening? In this, didn't you ask that? Yeah, I had an enraged one yeah, of my enraged moments where a stupid thing died in the water. And as soon as it died, I could pull it out of the water handle, problem dragging it around. You know what? I do. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, was, I don't see how it unbalance it would unbalance taming, considering most of the time we just pick up our animals and drop them in taming pens anyway, right? I guess they're worried about the challenge being left as like if if you knock something out here and you can't pick it up with like if you don't have a quetzal, oh, you can just put it on a, a barrel and drag it, or I, I don't know. I guess we'll either see it or we won't. I don't know. I'd like to see a net gun. You just shoot it, pull it. It allows you to move it probably a good, I don't know, 20, 30 feet, and it breaks. Yeah, that would be cool. That would definitely bring it down to where you won't have to worry about it drowning and you couldn't take it very far. Or, if you that do like the, the net gun, you could drag them into a more secure area instead of having to set up weird spikes in this weird, angled, dangerous section. You set it up over there and you drag them into it. That, or you find a player on PvP and you drag him into the dangerous area. That too. <laughs> Nets for both PvP and PvE. I think it's a cool idea. I'm all right. for it. Hopefully they'll implement it one ways we like. We have Survivor, Dustiest Ninja, asking, You mentioned jetpacks. What kind? I have noticed in games that there are more than one approach. Jetpacks. This is a glorified super jump. Like this Dark Troopers from Star Wars Battle Points. You have hover packs. This is an ideal float around like a superhero kind of jetpack. From like the cone jetpack troopers from Star Wars Battle Points. You have rocket packs. This is basically more like a flying a jet plane around. The super fast cruise into a very long distant destination. Easy to crash into something. Like Iron Man flying to another country and real life planes. They function much like Star Siege, Charge Jump Packs, which 
IMO remains the gold standard. I was just impressed he went with that many options, and I'm just more curious, are there going to be three different kinds, or is it all going to be three different functions of the same jetpack? No, I'm definitely hoping for separate jetpacks on this one, because I don't know, if it was all one jetpack, it would just be too strong of an item. Yeah, that would be a beastly item. You burn through your fuel all in one shot, burn through it in half a shot while you hover, or in spurts you just go through a little bit of fuel. Yeah, actually, that, that would be a good way to restrict it if they did pack it into one. Would make fishing interesting. I could see it. I could see it. I'm getting really too close. I need to get out of here. We got Survivor Royal. <clears throat> excuse me. We have Survivor Royal Onerish asking. I would like to see the ability to name auto turrets. Example would be Bob Level One was killed by Main Base Turret Five, showing up in the tribe log. Patch notes, version two forty seven. Success. We also have. Oh, go ahead. No, I just I was agreeing with you. We also have Survivor Golden Guy 15B asking, will the gateway be an actual structure and will it only work be relevant for official servers? It's accessible via the supply creed for Obelisk, but we'll also have a tech tier structure for it for the convenience of technology advanced tribes. Now, the gateway is the back and forth cross transfer between island and. What is the gateway again? Am I confusing it with something else? The mod? No, I think the gateway he's talking about is the, the server transfer. Oh, yeah. It's an obelisk. Yeah, you can do it at the obelisk, the loot crate now, and they're talking about making a new building. Okay, I was just making sure oh, I had that's clear. That's what they're going to do. They're going to add it where you could place it in your building so you could download and upload the stuff. Now, let me give you a little thought about that coming from a PvP perspective. Um, what this is going to do now, it's going to have people have a place to store blueprints and really good dinos, which makes them unraidable. Yep, store and it I all in your single player cheesy. mode. Yeah, and I yeah. think that's a little cheesy. We downloaded it all into the cloud. Nobody can touch it until we decide to grab it. Exactly. I'm pretty sure it's going to be an option that you can turn off, though. On but on official, but on official, they're going to run it like that. So now you're going to like break into someone's base. And they're not going to have anything worth rating if they're smart. Keyword, if they're smart. There's a lot of non-smart <laughs> people out there. Um, but the smart ones are going to put really good blueprints in their storage up in the cloud. And, 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 what's, and what's bad about that is, you know, unofficial, it's like good blueprints are hard to come by. So how we used to get our blueprints was from rating. And now you're not going to be able to get these blueprints anymore because most smart people are going to put the really good ones up in their save game cloud. That is ridiculous. Yeah. But I'm thinking, though, that they'll make it that you can only transfer people and dinosaurs, and it's going to do the same thing as when you're fast-traveling from a bed. You drop everything. So. Well, now, well, 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 right now, currently, you could upload everything. You could upload whatever you want. Oh, then no, they need Upl to fix you that. Can upload blueprints. Right. Yeah, now. it takes items as well. So yeah, yeah they're gonna, it takes items. They're definitely gonna have to put some kind of either an option to block it at your home base gateway, or it's just gonna have to be ingrained in it. Because the gateway is not like teleporting; it's just a place to store your files. So when you go to a new arc, you could download it onto that arc. It's not you like you're going into it and then teleporting someplace else. You're just putting stuff there 
and then you're leaving the game, joining another game, and then going to the obelisk and bringing all your stuff in there. Well, with that in mind, you go to your single-player mode, you load up with metal, retransfer, and you got all the metal you want in official. Well, no, on official, they don't allow you to take anything from non-official servers. Right. An official and server, right now, you only have 24 hours to get it back out. Oh, well, you see, that's small tweaks like that that I like. Yeah. But if you know you're being raided, you put all your good stuff in the obelisk. True. Safe. Yeah. We have Survivor Maydeen Shepherd asking, Is it possible to give wall torches and standing torches the option to automatically light up in the evening and go out in the morning to conserve time and mats? Auto torch. Right. Bingo! You mean like a mod? What? <laughs> it's like that thing that came out a while ago I figured you knew about. Well, not on official, they don't, so. Yeah. Well, it's, it's possible. It's pretty easy for a modder to do it. But it wouldn't make more sense for electricians to do that, don't you think? Sure. Yeah, electrical lights to do that, don't you think? Yeah, but yeah. the electric light doesn't look as good sometimes. Oh, definitely does not have the same aura as uh, the torch. Yeah, it, I think that's just. I don't know. For an official setting, I think that's just part of the game. That's part of survival. You know, it's us unofficial people that have the auto torches that are just being lazy and not wanting to have to put like <laughs> thatch and wood in it when it gets night and well, day. Well, it's also well, a lot of work if you have tons of those. Exactly. Right? Like yeah. if you want to use them to like accent your base for looks, then you're playing you unofficial. Know? Right. Yeah. On a, but it would be nice if on official you could have some things that. You know, make life nice. Yeah. Well, I understand what he's talking about because they're fire torches. You can't. True. I mean, there's no electricity to them. There's nothing automated to them. They're just torches. They're right. Around. There's nothing going to tell them to turn on and off. Like with the electrical lights, yeah, you can put a timer. It's like it's electrical. Electric time minutes, they go off. No. Sun comes up, sun goes off. This one, they would work better. All right, all right. I know how you could do this for primitive. If you want to do it this way, what you basically do is you add a graphic that has a string over the fire that's holding up some water. So within like eight or twelve hours, the string breaks, the water falls, it knocks it out. You reset it, you're there good you to go. go. <laughs> or you there know what? You, you tame a monkey and train it to go turn on your lights. <laughs> no, that would that. be fun. <laughs> monkey, put that out. Monkey, start that. That is funny. All right, start we have. Naming. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, you start naming your monkeys Light A, Light B. Light on, light off. <laughs> <clears throat> you have uh, Judgment 8 asking, could we have an any option to enable, disable, the mate boosts, damage, and damage reduction? Sure, sounds like a reasonable server option. We'll do it in, in uh, 247. Is that listed in 247? Hmm, is that? I don't know. I think that's under more to come. <laughs> yeah, there may be under more to come. Alrighty, here's a survivor name that just rolls off the tongue. GBDDBQ. Yeah, no, no, I apologize, I was wrong, I was wrong. It's QBDDBQ. <laughs> which asks, I know that a TLC pass is coming for the original dinos, but what will it entail for the mammoth? The mammoth was once so iconic and necessary for everybody. But by adding the beaver, you didn't add diversity to tribe rosters. You guys merely replaced the mammoth. The mammoth is found in more dangerous area on the map, takes more kibble, and can't be picked up by an RG like the beaver. What will you guys do 
to balance, fix this, and make the mammoth relevant <clears throat> relevant again. Indeed, it will involve making use of those humongous tusks. <laughs> so we're going to be hunting it for ivory now? I don't know. That's... <laughs> I know we've complained about this many times in the past. <laughs> it's a, pre- a great opportunity for Foe's idea about the platform saddle, so yeah. like, why not? Right? Interesting. Very. That was yeah. low energy. <laughs> <laughs> he's, t- he's, well, he's filling up on the, he's the, fall- the sandwich. Yeah, he's falling asleep because of his Nutella peanut butter sandwich. Food coma. <laughs> he's lost his passion for the mammoth. No, it's a and I drank a cup of warm milk with butter. Oh, he's going to pass out real soon. I can hear your arteries clogging. (laughs) No, I didn't drink that. That's disgusting. (laughs) What, you think I'm luminin? Oh, that's mean. Luminin left the table. He's not even here to defend himself. (laughs) Oh, too bad. Poor Lumi. Don't talk about my roommate like that. Robert, no likey. Alrighty, we have Survivor Ghost2126 asking, Hey, I have a question. Is there a console command that can be made to make building player neutral? A friend and myself own an RP server, and we want to be able to have people place sleeping bags or beds inside a pre-made building, like an inn, or even make stalls inside a town that we built walls around without having them in an alliance, or at least a way to place non-lethal structures in a neutral zone so there can be places of peace just for trading. We're trying to go for a town square with stalls made by players on the server, and we can't have them <clears throat> close to each other without being in an alliance or the same tribe. Any way to add this as a, a command or something? Yeah, I think we could probably make that a thing. I'll need to see if it has any strange side effects, though, before fully committing. So we'll get tested out neutralizing structures. I think it's a nice idea. I certainly can see how it works on the RP servers, especially with, uh, was it Quick that was doing that whole um, foreign foreign trader with all the uh, Scorched Earth stuff? Yeah. So, I mean, I could see it. Could be interesting. Yeah, and it would help because I tried to make our trade center on the island, and I would run it. I thought about that ahead of time because I know it's like, oh, if they're not in your tribe, it's like you can't place the structure, it's an enemy ground, blah, blah. So I had to go ahead and make the stalls and then put the boxes out and then put additional supplies for additional boxes in there so that they can place it themselves. But yeah, yeah. It, does, it does make it hard. You can't have a neutral area. So I do think, I do see the benefit in that. Well, I think this kind of comes down to a balancing act for them because they're trying to keep everything fair for the PVE, the PVP, and the RP players all at the same time. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. So definitely, I mean, obviously it could be an unofficial server option, but I, I hate that when they, you know, exclude official servers, whether it be on PC or Xbox, you know. Especially since that's the main game, apparently, you know. Yeah. Maybe have RP servers where you can have that. So instead of just PvP or PvE, also have, do they, I haven't looked, do they even have RP official? I don't think so. I think it's self-enforced, in, in, uh, or it's like, no, we're doing RP. That's just how the server is set up. That's what the rules are going to follow, and that's it. I wonder. We also have Survivor, the in-game, asking, are the Ark worlds flat or round? Oh, my God. Ah, but that would be revealing too much of the mythology before the upcoming story system and the content. Okay, All so they're flat. Time. No, 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 no. 
They're curved, but not quite round. There's a Discworld joke in there somewhere. Where's the turtle? Where's the giant turtle? Right. Alrighty, we have Survivor Redstorm8616 asking, So, with the 4th of July event over, will you be getting another event before Fear Evolved? And what can you tell us about that? Any new things specifically you can mention? Nope. Next event is Terry Evolved, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Excited for that. Yep, we got our lycanthropy, zombieitis, vampirism, all strange, could be interesting. Survivor J asks, will we ever see some sort of EMP weapon like a bomb or grenade that can disable things like generators and auto turrets? Yes, as a tech tier. Ooh, I don't like it. I was just about to say he's getting off his game for not saying tech tier 20 times a shot, but hey, there you go. <laughs> Hacker Dude suggested that we do a drinking game. That whenever he says tech tier, we all take a drink. And then, but then he thought maybe we'd be dead by the end. <laughs> Could well, be a rate, special we're edition. Gonna to, we're going to have to know, tweak right? it where it's like tech tier for one shot, mod for two shots, <laughs> uh, top yes. tier for three. There you go. Oh, we're all going to be oh, passing out soon. Exactly. God, that would be a funny recording, I bet. Oh, God. As long I'm as in. we're still all, all having fun, I, I'm in. Right? I'll I'll take a drink to that. We can do it. I know we were talking about setting up like a Patreon to like help with funds and such. Maybe that will be our special content that we will offer patrons. The drunken rated arc Q and A. Alright, so so is it tech tech toop top teep teep Stop, stop, you're at eight you're at eight shots, stop. <laughs> that's a good start <laughs> alrighty alright back to the grenades I, I honestly personally think this would be a great thing I mean for raiding and stuff you're trying to shut down a generator you get that right grenade in the right spot and then boom you're in EMP grenades all the way Yeah. I don't know I'm kind of not a fan of it I, I make like them it. hard to make but they'll be worth it I just think that, especially for like scorched earth, you like, you need those turrets. Like, you know, you don't have that much. You know, it's like the bases are like going to be easier and like and like and like easier to break into. That you're not going to have any defenses left. I mean, EMPs, you're just going to have alpha tribes just walking all over people. And they already do. This is going to make it even even worse. Or it can turn it around. A couple good shots of EMPs to them will turn off all the defenses, right? If the Alpha Tribe allows them to get to that point and doesn't destroy them first. Right. Yeah, good point. What about like a 45-second timer? EMP works for 45 seconds. You have 45 seconds that the turrets are going to be down. Well, well yeah, that's, that's how I was thinking it. I wasn't thinking permanently turns it off or does like a seven-minute thing like the Storms do. Right, yeah, not an end-all, be-all, just like a quick enough to get you in there. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. You have an opportunity. Too. Yeah, we also, give you just that right amount of time to go place a C4 at the wall. We could also yeah, do but it that's like what a, I'm saying. Like, do now, like, like, you could just do, like, you know, you used to have to, like, okay, let's take turtles, you know, put them in there, let them soak up the damage. Like, now it's just, okay, launch an AMP and we'll just go in. Like, it's just, I don't know, it's, do I think- feel like... 
Oh, it just it just takes away. It just it's just making it too easy to get into people's bases. It's like easy enough. Now it's gonna be even easier. Do you think it's easier now at our current technology, or would it be perfectly placed for our, the future technology? Like because maybe the future technology will be so op that you do need something like that to to calm it down for a few seconds. To... Yeah, I mean, if they have future tech, like lasers and things like that, that it's going to be crazy, then yeah, but as of as of right now, you know, turrets are a pain to make and load up with, with, with like, the ammunition and stuff, and it just thinks that all that hard work could go away just by throwing a grenade. Well, okay, what about this? What if you mix it where you have a few um, factors? Okay, so you take... The, the delay, maybe knock it down to 30 seconds, and you have a 5 to 10 second delay, kind of like the bolas do with a 5 second delay before you can use another one. But they also start implementing the, the, uh, the, the plant turrets. So even though, yeah, you have put all your time and effort into your turrets, but as a backup plan to turrets being taken down possibly by EMP for 30 seconds, you have your plant turrets in place. Which they're going to have, either have to take out beforehand, or they're going to have to know how to avoid or take out during those 30 seconds and then move on. So, I mean, you could work alternate plans to fight these EMPs, but it does make it a little bit more challenge for everybody, doesn't it? I like the idea. I just think it makes it less challenging for the player to raid someone's base. Well, with all the talk of the tech gear, tech tier stuff, whatever... An EM, an EMP would just wipe out your tech, your tech tier altogether. We were talking about the, the HUD in your helmet earlier. That'd be rendered useless. Well, yeah, but I'm not talking about an entire map EMP. I'm talking about personal yeah. handheld EMP. Yeah. Kind of like what you see in, those, in a lot of games lately. The, the bombs that turn off the cameras. It's yeah, like well, a, a silencer for X amount of time. Ooh. Well, like, like with the... Oh, yeah. Uh, what if, like, if uh, since it is, if we're going with like a bomb or grenade, you stick with a grenade, and it basically only can take out one turret at a time because yeah. it is such a small area, kind of like the uh, the moth um, cloud or whatever. Because they do blow up in a very small area. If you do that where it is just a grenade size, you can only take out one at a time. That's going to take a lot of coordination or something. Right. That I guess that's kind of how I looked at it. Like it was an AOE. It wasn't an entire chunk. Like, it's little intervals of time that well, yeah. you can use to chip away, you know. And I do agree that that might be something that can even the playing field from a lower, um, a smaller tribe, maybe, to at least get their foot in the door. I guess I, I subscribe to that thought. If you're a tribe, tame a freaking turtle. You don't got to be no super tribe to tame a turtle. My OP or turtle. We don't know. This is... This is all un undisclosed technology at the same time. Hey, the turtle is getting rocket launchers, and <laughs> like we are done. Saying, like, I'm turning know, mine into blast. Like you said, if they make crazy nice. turrets and stuff, where yeah, you're gonna need that to like get into yeah. someone's base. That's fine, but if it's as is now, and they don't yeah. really add much to defense, I feel it's just you know just a way of. You know, making it easier to like raid people's bases, right? And I yeah. think it should be a challenge to raid someone's base. I mean, they put a lot of hard work into it. It just sucks that a handful of EMPs 
could take all that hard work and flush it down the toilet. I think that's why we like, we still are in love with the idea of primitive plus PvP because it seems like it, it relies more on your, your skill and your wit as opposed exactly. to your equipment. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a lot that's more That's why fair. last week I was talking like, like, um, Scorched Earth. I love that there's no Quetzals. I love that there's no yeah. Giga because you got to get back to the basics a little right. bit. I mean, you still got mm-hmm. missiles and all that other stuff, but, you know, just without those tools, it just brings the game back into the focus of get on your badass dinos and let's have a battle rather and, than just right. get on one dino and just tear someone's whole base up. And actually okay. have the weather affect you regardless of what side you're on. Oh, you if know? you're raising oh, God, someone's yes. base and a sandstorm whips through, yeah. you are screwed. You are screwed. <laughs> that needs to be like a truce right there. Everybody, pause. Get in your damn tents. We'll yeah. resume this afterwards. It's their, it's their fault for raiding. If they get wiped yeah. out because they did it if during they the sandstorm, then it's on them. If you're getting hit by turrets and all of a sudden you can't run, <laughs> you're done. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, here's a question for you, foe. Since you're worried about the EMP, what if they replaced it with a distraction grenade? So that you would actually, instead of taking out your turrets, they're distracted for a period of time. So they're still firing, they're not disabled, but the distraction grenade lasts 15 seconds to allow someone to raid, but not on the same level as an EMP disabling the guns. I mean, but if it's still going to, like, like take it away from shooting at you, I think it's almost the same thing. Okay. Well, I guess we'll go ahead and move on then. Moving on. Survivor Station OG asks, floating names on the dinos. Will it be possible to have these appear based on a proximity setting similar to the follow level setting, such as floating names set to lowest, only appear when you're standing next to the dino? Sir, that's not a good option for us to add. (laughs) I do like that. It's kind of weird seeing so many green names at a distance. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I agree. We also have Survivor Lowly asking, can we have a minor addition to the Ingrams menu when trying to buy an advanced example such as an advanced rifle bullet if we can do not um, <clears throat> if we do not already know simple rifle bullet we need to scroll our search and learn that which requires gunpowder which requires spark powder could we have a pop-up box asking us if we would wish to buy all pres- prerequisites for that Ingram listing the prerequisites and than having a buy all or close option. Sounds like a good idea. I'll make it happen. I've actually run into that multiple times, so I like it. Here, here. Anything that makes it easier. We have Survivor Ranger 1 presents asking Could we please allow creatures to remember their follow settings after server or single player restart? Yep, indeed. I'll make this save that value. It was actually supposed to do so. Which is funny, because I've actually seen some of his videos where he actually comments on that, so it'd be good to actually have that as an option. Well, it takes a lot of time to set up, like, your your certain kind of packs. I know for me, I like to take out, like, one guy I'm going to ride, and then a bunch of guys kind of all following him to kind of protect me when I'm out and about. And oh, it's yeah. a pain in the butt to kind of set up all those different kind of follow patterns before you, you head out. Oh, yeah, when especially you if you forget when you log in, you're like, all right, I'm good to go. Ah, crap, they're back at base. <laughs> Yeah, when you're doing a huge caravan load, your entire base, all the dinosaurs, got it all set up. Took me like a couple hours. Came back next day. Took me another few hours. Hey, uh, Esme, you were there, I think. Remember when I was doing that long trek on the island that I adopted all those T-Rexes and whatnot from Hulks? Every time I would lose connection, I have to have them all follow one another again. That was part of the long journey that was a pain in the ass. 
Oh, that yeah, that does suck. Now try doing that with just one saddle for all those Rexes. No, oh, no, 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 no. I took precautions. Are you implying that the island has some connection issues? Is that what you're implying? I am just stating I, on that particular occasion, continue to get disconnected. Well, my BFF <laughs> Rob would have something to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Very he has well. his own opinion that he will announce quite passionately. <laughs> well, when Luminin first started playing, that's all he had was a caravan. He went all over the island. Hell yeah, he did. Except for that one time he accidentally had a caravan he didn't know about. No, that was Goon. <laughs> oh, was that Goon? I that apologize. Was Goon with Luminin's dino. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> that was that was a masterpiece. Alrighty, yeah. guys. <laughs> Sorry. That was beautiful. We have another survivor with a name that just rolls off the tongue, going by <laughs> XXSMJXX, asking. It's like a gold seller on, like, wow. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is what's going to roll right off your tongues. We're going to be enjoying this for years to come. We've got XXSMJXX asking, Hey guys, first post here. Any chance we could get an ambience volume slider? Or possibly sliders for the volume of footsteps or water splashing? I love the sound effects, but some things like the Sarko swimming or Carno walking are very loud consistent. When you turn the volume low enough to quiet the splashing stomping, you can't really hear the awesome... Uh, <clears throat> awesome ambience anymore. My main thing is the Sarko. Would love to use it more without the splashing issue. We need to do a double pass on all game audio. We'll do a pass on the splashes and footsteps first though, since it sounds like it's particularly intrusive. Yeah, that guy gets annoying. I guess I just feel like, dude, we got bigger fish to fry. I'd go care less. If you don't hear the splashing and in the blah blah, I would like other things worked on. <laughs> well, this just may be an instance where he has the volume up and he constantly hears it. I get that. I am nitpicking XXSMJX. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like XXSMJXX. Get out of here. I mean, I've I've noticed it before, but it's like it wouldn't bother me enough for me to ask him about it. Like, there's, yeah, there's bigger fish to fry. You wouldn't take the time to immediately alt tab and go right to the survive there to come and search for the latest Q and A and then put a question in. That's that's what I do. As far as the list of things that need attention, that's at the very bottom. Thank you. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> well, let's see what you think about the next survivor. They took the time to ask the question, but not come up with a decent name. That's all I got to say. <laughs> I'm sure there's meaning there. I just don't know what it is right now. I don't know what it is either. I'm just being a jerk, so carry on. Well, how about this? Duck030 is asking, can there be an addition of a free look button? Left alt, maybe? So the <laughs> head... What is this, a peep show? What? Get out of here. Oh, sorry. <laughs> God. Poor, poor Duck. Duck is just trying to ask a question, and you keep just not letting him. I know what he means. <laughs> No, All right, so he Duck is to... asking. God, sorry. All right, we're getting tired. I'm like, I'm snorting. Duck can't ask a question. Foe has a good idea. <laughs> I think I know he's talking about as well, but let's see if we. Okay, question is, Ducko Thirty is asking, can there be an addition of a free look button? Maybe the left alt mate. Ah. Maybe using left alt. So, the head can move independently to the body. 
This would be very useful when on a dyno trying to spot things without having to change directions, especially if a server has a third person turned off. Yes. Sure. You might as well make use of that middle mouse button for something, right? And I hope we get that one for Xbox, too. That's my yes. push to talk. They better not do anything with that one. <laughs> uh, they'll, they'll put it to something else. I, I do like it because every time I'm looking and that damn dino head moves right in my view when I'm trying to look at something in front of us, that gets annoying. Yeah, that drives me crazy, too. Know what I want to be able to turn off in my UI? Is the dinosaurs putting their face right in your face. Oh, hey, look, you're right here. I'm not trying to look at you. Hey, but you're right here. No, stop looking at me. This would be big for fishing because you can't look very far to see what's behind you or what's coming at you while fishing. No, that's why you play with a headset and listen. Oh, yeah, that's well, what but, scares but the crap out the of you more. But then you're going to hear the splashing and the stomping, and it's, it's really loud, and it's hard to focus on the other <laughs> stuff. And then well, we're like Q&A complaining about the noise. Well, it's like when you're on your bird, you can't look around, but as soon as you try to look, the bird just flies off in that direction. That too, yeah. It'd be nice to be able to just be on your bird and just look left and right without your bird having to fly off in that direction. Agreed, but <laughs> yep. we could do that now on the server because we have K-Mode. Yep. And, I was you know, just thinking that. Pop in the K-Mode and you could do exactly that. I do it all the time. Yeah, no, yeah that, that's how I do it too. For us on Xbox, it's you hold back and use the wheel, whatever. Yeah. But it's still more complicated. I would much prefer just to hold one button and then start looking, right? Yeah, because don't you have to go into an option, or was that the old way? Like, no, right, go in. No, right now it's hold, hold, select. The uh, wheel shows up. Select the, the the free camera, and then you're in free camera. There you go. But also, in his question, he actually even asked specifically, especially if the server has third person turned off. So then you wouldn't have K mode, right? Or their version on the console? Uh, no, I no, think K mode's always still have on. K -mode, yeah. Okay, okay. It's just a zoom out, well, zoom in. Okay. Well, and besides just K mode, you can go in a selfie cam, which is holding in right alt by default. That is cricket, I... ladies and gentlemen, in case you were wondering. Coming in from the shadows. Our shadowy cricket. We also have... <laughs> Jeez. That would make Peter Pan more interesting. Uh, <laughs> Pinocchio, I mean. Yeah. We got Survivor Ace Akbar asking, Will you soon enable scuba tanks to work on survivors while offline? This would be something amazing to have, as DCing underwater and dying due to lack of oxygen before you can log back in is incredibly hurtful, especially on hardcore servers. Yes. Uh -huh. Yes. I will get that fixed very soon. That would be awesome. Yes, it will. That would be nice. Have you guys tried the scuba tank in uh, Scorched Earth? I have not. I never thought to even make it, to be honest. It's a lot more fun in a storm. Ooh. So, you have, is that what you're saying? Hmm. Like well, I'm pretty storm. sure a uh, sandstorm. Oh, okay. I mean, it makes sense. You're breathing through that, so I'm assuming your stamina doesn't go down. So, have you tried it, Link, or...? Uh, I have the whole suit built. I was just waiting for a sandstorm now, and today's update just made it. I could not play, so I will have uh, it tried by next time. Ah, we have you full will have science. A full science, exactly. A hypothesis and experiments. Let's yeah, see how I it plays out. Yeah, I was having a tent during a sandstorm, so I'd be interested to hear how well that works. All right, so here, wait, wait. You know, see, he stated he had the whole suit. That means you made the flippers, so you're going to be running through the sandstorm with the flippers. Hey, I got myself a little water hole. I need to have fun somehow. There you go. 
I can only swim three feet, but by God, those three feet will be fast. Exactly. <laughs> They're going to be the most amazing three feet ever. Oh, my. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Focus, focus, focus. <laughs> <laughs> Should I name this show the most amazing three feet ever? Yes. Or... <laughs> <laughs> oh, the golden stick. It's amazing how often we can get back there. <laughs> it's 1.30 in the morning. I really expect nothing less. <laughs> well, you know what? At least making music. <laughs> it's the soundtrack of our lives. Well, you know what's a thing? Oh Survivor God. spoop is asking things. Segway. All right, so Survivor spoop <laughs> is asking. <laughs> That's the only way I can think to pronounce it. Is spoop. <laughs> Spoopy like. Oh my god. He's a spoople. I can't even. Are we sure this isn't the drunk show? Have you guys been playing the drinking game? I'm laughing so hard I just spooped myself. Oh, don't spook yourself. Tears. Oh my god. Oh god. Oh. And what's bad about this? this is the last survivor question. <laughs> is it? We made it, it is. far. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. Spoop is the deadline. Enough it. spooping around. Let's just yes. finish this. Get the spoop out of here. <laughs> Let's go take a spoop. And spoop will give you a question. Spoop. <laughs> That's one scary spoop. Hi <laughs> ho. <laughs> Mr. Hanky, the Christmas poop. Oh. <laughs> it sounds right. It does. Oh my god. My face hurts so bad right uh, Alright, seeing as there are plenty of hints that the island has a very long and bloody history, no. will the Ark ever have any paranormal aspects such as voices in the wind and shades of long dead survivors in the mist? Or is that kind of thing restricted to only being a Halloween event? Yeah, sex elements will be an increasing part of the game content and fundamental finalization past. But not so much paranormal, more side fantasy. But spooky all the same. After all, isn't magic just a form of technology to advance for humans to understand? Okay, okay. that went deep. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> so deep for us. He's giving us clues to what's really going on. Well, honestly, what I'd like to see for scary and mood and all that, for Halloween event, you start up the game. Have you guys ever played the maze game? No. Mm, no, I don't think so. It's a jump scare game. You try to go through a maze, it gets smaller and smaller. When you touch the wall, it's the face from Poltergeist that's in there and screaming what? really loud. No. Oh, no. What is I've this? not played that. Well, now think about Ghosts and Ark. Oh, that's interesting. Well, think about this. If you're, in the, if you're going along... And whether you have your audio up or down in a cave, and you're going one direction, you look left, you see nothing, you go right, then all of a sudden, a mantis jumps out at you. I think that's a good jump scare. I think they can implement that elsewhere. Oh, yeah, definitely it is. Oh, they do something what like that, I'll, I'll spoop my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Completely valid. Spoop away. What if the ghosts are like all the survivors that died oh. on your server? Or your dead dinos. <laughs> 
And all the, oh you know, every time you died is like one ghost. Or like oh, man, you I would be. That helmet, you yeah, I was about to say. How that would be. be cool. They really messed up in yeah. all those previous survivors, especially if they had that your name. Like start trying guy. to kill you. If you start putting down gravestones somewhere, we would have collect like there. forty ghosts just like raised from around this house because he keeps <laughs> on falling off the roof. Like Goon said, no Goon is the Goon dies. Anything we do, Goon it says a tribe mate, tribe member Goon has been killed oh. by himself. The island will be overrun by ghost Goon. Yeah, yeah. That's true. I mean, like, how many bodies did I have laying around just putting the letters on top of my? Yeah, I'll be running yeah. around trying to soak you with kindness milk. Oh, yes. <laughs> Dip you in the kindness milk. Milk of kindness. <laughs> this is not the sap. Goon's milk of kindness. Oh, my God. Oh, so this is getting weird. To main topic it's of buttermilk. the show. As the week rolled out, I came across a few stories involving gaming companies and angry players. For some, it doesn't take much for them to kick a game to the curve. And for other gamers, they can be quite oblivious to any right or wrongdoings entirely. So the question for the group was, does ethics and behavior of a game studio or dev play any part in your decision to play or buy their game or continue to play their game? And I made a Twitter poll and the results of the Twitter poll the options were no, so no, it doesn't play any part in whether or not they play the game. And yes, the behavior of the game studio or dev does play a part, and then uh, depends on the severity of what was done. And then other, you know, so people give us some feedback. So only 2% said no, but 50% said yes. 50% of those polled, which was 40 vote, votes from our Rated Arc Twitter account, said that the behavior of a game studio or a dev does play a part in our decision to play and purchase or support them and their games. So that's pretty huge. The, coming in second was 44% on depends on the severity. So players are saying that I would like to know at least, you know, if it's some minor infractions, no big deal. But... If it's something huge or something that just really they can't get over, they'll stop playing their game. So I thought that was really interesting to see. So then, obviously, I also put it on our Facebook page. And we have a reply from J.R. Richie Screaming Illusion saying, Yes, it does. I will not touch Scorched Earth. Weeks before they released Scorched Earth, they said they would not be adding paid content. The game is still in beta, and just because they lost a lawsuit doesn't mean they need to make money off from us. Put all of the effort into completing the base game, fully optimizing the game and getting rid of all of the bugs, making sure it fully works before producing another half-done project. Their lack of response in the past couple weeks to everyone is a major downfall, and they're done, and they're losing players and respect from the community. Until recent events, I thought this was going to be the company that listened to their players and didn't try to milk them for extra money. But that has all changed now. So I also brought it to our group and wanted to give each of us a chance to allude on like how we look at this topic. So Lee, you're going to get us started. I think uh, it depends on whether I'm already addicted to that game or not. <laughs> I mean, like Ark, yeah, I can say shame on them, you know, for wild card for if they do something I don't like. But 
I really don't see myself stopping playing as much as I've played it already. I mean, it would make me less likely to buy a f different product, a future product. You know, I, I don't know. I guess that sounds contradictory, but... So you're thinking, like, maybe the extent? Are you in that 44%, like, the extent of what was done, do you think? No, not really. I mean, I don't, I don't really know how to describe it. It's just that, like I said, I've been... I'm. If you're already invested, playing Ark, I love the game, and I don't see myself like stopping playing a game that I love just because somebody I really don't even know did something I don't like. You know? Okay. Um, I think it might like it might stop me from playing another game of theirs, but that's a, a might. I mean, I don't even know that. You know, Ark is such a good game. If they came out with something future, something in the future that was. Just as good. I can't say I wouldn't play it either. I mean, there's okay. there's a lot of gaming companies. I mean, look at how bad EA f***ed over its players, and yet millions of people still buy their games. You know, so. Uh huh. I'm in the forty. I'm in the forty percent. I mean, they would have to do something really against my ethics, or something like really racial or sexist or something like that, in order to get me to like stop playing their games. It would have to be pretty major. But yes. I would stop playing if, if it was major enough. Okay. That makes sense. And that wow. seems to be, you know, divide. Like, Lee, you're actually in the minority compared to, like, our poll. But I'm sure... I mean, our poll is just such a little chunk. I'm sure there are a lot of players that do feel like, hey, I've already... I'm already invested. I already like this. Whatever those people are doing over there, that doesn't mean that I can't enjoy my game. You know, right. so I, I can see where you're looking at that. Right. I just, I don't know. I mean, I, I it's like I deal with people all day long. You know, we all do that. We may completely disagree on 100% of everything with them. And yet, you know, we manage to tolerate and deal with them. I don't, I don't think I'd have a problem tolerating or dealing with a, a developer who did some jackass thing. You know, as long as it doesn't affect my game. Now, if they, like, did something to Ark and fucked it all up, or if they, like, eventually, you know, like, abandon the project, which we know is not going to happen, then, yeah, I might, like, stop playing. But I just, like I said, I enjoy the game too much. I don't see myself stopping doing something that I enjoy because of somebody I'd, I could just, or basically. Okay. Um, Fo, did you have anything more to add before I move on to no, my No, that was it on okay. that. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, I, in typical fashion, have a novel. So, um, <laughs> uh, the question was, does the ethics of the developer influence whether I play the game? Um, I have already mentioned in our last episode that I am, I personally am wired to run on principle. So I like to work where I feel good about my employer. Um, I like to hang out with people who share similar interests and values as I do. And that also means that I like to play games where I don't feel like I'm paying to pad the pockets of an openly shitty company. That's just me. Um, there is no way that I can know that, you know, every gaming company, I don't know what they all do and I don't know what they do and if I would agree or would not agree. But when I come across stories on the internet or interviews on podcasts that I listen to or tweets on Twitter or forum posts, then I do pay more attention and I start adding mental little check marks. And I'm not the only one. Many survivors this week, actually in, in last week, went to Steam after the Scorched Earth made its debut and ran Ark's rating into the ground. It used to be a positive rating and now it is a bright red and reads mostly negative. As incredibly sad as this makes me because I love the game and I want it to 
to see succeed, there's part of me that smiles because I never want to play a game whose company doesn't value those that pave their way. And I love when humble pie, I've said earlier, is served to those who need a slice to 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 think about their behavior and maybe come back around and look at it from another perspective. Because sometimes I think that I think we we don't go through life without being humbled at one point or another. So I do value humbling to those who might be a little too cocky and flamboyant, like, oh, I'm untouchable. I like to show them that they are not indeed untouchable. But I understand that makes mistakes are made. And I feel that is where people need to be more self-aware of how they are being perceived and own, own it and do what they can do to right any wrongs that they can. So I know as gaming companies in a whole, they're out to make money, but it is also how they choose to go about it that plays a part in if I support it. Because I, if I know that they've done something, like if they're killing 20 kittens every hour that I play their game, I'm not gonna play their game. Like, <laughs> you know, like I, if I know that they're doing shady business, me personally, me, I am wired to not, nope, I'm not going to fuel the car of your ridiculousness. Not gonna happen. Um, also, <laughs> the not. car metaphor comes back. In my car, it's, it's true. <laughs> Um, so in regards to a gaming company, I think that if they continue to go against my personal moral code, my, my moral code, I will stop endorsing their game and spend my money and time elsewhere. And I do firmly believe the cliche proof is in the pudding applies to a lot of things just as much today as it did in the 1400s. Sooner or later, once True Colors comes out, no matter how many layers of paint they apply, whatever answers we don't have now, our fickle friend O-Time will give us soon. So if you ever just, if you ever want to know, if you don't have the full, full story, just sit back and wait because it will come and it will be delivered on your doorstep because time will tell and time does tell a lot. So um, that's how I go with games. Um, I've... I dig deep with Wildcard because of Rated Arc, and I dig deep with Blizzard games because of another show that I do. And um, they run up against things all the time. You're not going to make everybody happy. You can have the like latest thing is, you know, you could charge for a little teeny tiny change in a game that might piss people off, fine. But uh, like Fo said, if you do something completely racial or sexist and just screams, I'm a big old freaking bigot i'm not gonna buy your game because i think you're ridiculous and you need to go somewhere else <laughs> so i that i mean that is where i think i subscribe in in um foe's direction where i will still play your game if i think you're stupid and you make mistakes fine but if you go over the line i'm done that's just it so has has there been a game company that did that like been all um, bigoted and there whatever? has been i can't necessarily say it for me it was a foreign Hearthstone competition that was totally um, refusing to allow female participants. If huh. I was in a company <laughs> that would make me want to whip my lady pee out and just piss all over the parade because I'm like, how can you play entire? And their whole thing was is like, like how can you take out an entire um gender of people and go, um, we're gonna hold this Hearthstone competition, but you, this entire section of humanity is not allowed to jump. That would have put obviously but, a taste in my mouth. But Blizzard shut it down. It was like, dude, no, yeah. no. 
You know what I mean? But so it was I, cultural, though, too. It, but cultural, but stupid. Because their reasoning was so accurate. <laughs> your culture, culture is stupid. stupid. It was. Sorry, I have a vagina, and you went against my gender, so I can give you my middle finger times 10. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> your culture is stupid. Sorry, not happening. I brought that to No, uh No. I have... No. In no world is that okay. It's stupid. But... I do stand behind Blizzard in the way because they shut it down. If they sat there and was like, yeah, that's amazing. Hey, why don't we do it over here? I was been like, hey, you suck my lady. Yeah. I don't care. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, that wasn't blunt. Oh, Esme, you, you, you don't my do that every day. My name is blunt. Have you ever realized? <laughs> Esme gets the golden joystick. That's right. <laughs> and she's going to use it to beat them down. So, yes, well, how do you really to feel? answer your question, I have seen this before. <laughs> And that would have been a deal breaker for me, obviously. But yeah, I've never, I've never seen uh, that, so that's probably why I have a different yeah, answer. Because nobody ever says, "Hey, men cannot participate in this tournament." <laughs> nobody <laughs> ever will say that to you. They won't. I've had a such. This is an all women's league. Men cannot participate. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen that? No, I don't know. No, but I, I don't know if there was an like an all women's league. You know, I don't think I'd have a problem for with that. a national game that men and women buy and purchase and play. No, I don't well, we have okay we have women's that. leagues for sports teams and stuff, don't we? Well, so. a game we're talking about video games like that. Yeah. We can go into bigger things and that's other podcasts. But a gaming community has never said only women can participate in this game tournament. Yeah. <laughs> no men. Have you ever heard that? Uh -uh. Well, I'm just nope. saying I, it was a cultural thing. I know yeah. it's wrong and I know it's dumb, but. In their culture, it's not them. Just like some cultures, Russia, the women like have Russia to hide their face, you know? Uh, probably like Saudi Arabia, Arabia or something. No, it wasn't that it was Saudi no Arabia. Women. No, it wasn't. No, I think it was an Asian area, wasn't mm, it? I don't think it was. I did a report on it. Let me. You do that and I will Google it because now I need to know. Okay, okay. Well, you're, you're Googling. I'll, I'll go ahead and give my, my two cents that. on this. Um, and I'm kind of on the opposite side of the spectrum from you, and I guess in the minority because I've only got 2% of the the poll we've got, but I give no shits. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't care what a company does outside of their product. If they deliver a quality game at a decent price, I'm gonna pay it and I'm gonna play it. Like, like you can club baby seals for all I care. Like, like I just, <laughs> like, like, like I, I don't. Like, like if you've got a quality product and, and like, and this isn't just gaming either. Cause um, no, I've got a fantasy football team. I'll, I'll pick up. Um, where I, there was a, a guy that got all bad press was Adrian Peterson. I think he beat his wife or something. I don't oh. care. He's on my fantasy team. He, he gets me points every week. As long as the company doesn't like harm me personally. If as long as uh, douchebag Rob doesn't come into my house and kiss my dog, <laughs> I'm, I'm cool with it. <laughs> Douchebag Rob, why are you here? Keep fucking get the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, don't you dare kick my dog, otherwise I won't play Ark anymore. I, Shows so up in his Camaro. Yeah, so, so as long as that, as long as they don't don't do anything to me personally, and they've got a good game, I'm I'm gonna play it. I, I don't care what what the press thinks and, and what they do with the rest of their company earnings. The, would you believe I was the one who said that tactfully? <laughs> no. <laughs> I found my answer. But I'm not going to deliver it until you're done. Are you done? That was it. To answer questions, it was um, in Finland. That's where it was at. And the participation, it was um, uh, in 2014, the 
the Assembly Summer 2014, what made Karutu's post notable was a single highlighter, highlighted sentence. The participation is open only to Finnish male players. That is to state the obvious, a strange requirement for a Hearthstone tournament, and it makes the qualifiers organizers, the Finnish Esports Federation, seem like childish boys in a treehouse hanging a no girls sign aloud sign on their front door. Only the qualifier is for the IESF World Championship, and this is a global event that has stimulated the all-male lineup. And it says your information is indeed correct. The tournament is open to Finnish male players only, said Marcus Olauden Kasuhisha whatever, head admin of the Assemble Sum Summer 2014 Hearthstone IES qualifier in a statement to PC Gamer. In regulation, since the main tournament event is open to only male players, this is to avoid possible conflicts, e.g. a female player eliminated a male player during the ROA, among other things. So it's just by the fact that they don't want to be beat by a woman. That's why women weren't allowed. That's that's really odd for a, uh, what are those countries called? Like Nordic countries? They're normally yeah, quite quite uh, seem, quite open. Yeah, but nope, no, yeah, usually. not in this case. So. I knew it was something was so off the mark. The blizzard caught one event and was like, hell no, <laughs> get out of here, you know? So no, yep. And they only allowed females to compete in StarCraft II Tech and Tag Tournament 2, but they allowed men to compete in Dota, StarCraft, Hearthstone, Ultra Street Fighter V. Like, it was like, what? And it was because they didn't want a woman to take out a man in the, in the competition. So, ta-da! So it you does, got beat by it does a girl. Happen. It does happen yeah, that's me. what they were afraid of. Oh, I didn't <laughs> say it didn't happen. I wasn't oh, no, even trying to imply that. It. You asked me if I've ever seen that or ran into that, and that that's where I have. Okay, cool. I mean, not cool that they did that, but, <laughs> yeah, you know, cool that, that I guess you've had that experience or whatever. Yeah, yeah, believe me. I've been on Twitter for five years and in podcasting for five years, and I've come across a lot of bullshit for five years. <laughs> And that stuck out to me because that was a deal breaker for me. Moving on to our next opinion person, we have Smash. Alrighty, um, this is one of those things where I don't really think about it when I'm dealing with the game. I'm more focused on the game, so I don't really research the game developers. It's not until actually some kind of story or news article or I hear something from somebody about how badly someone's doing something that I really get shocked by it. Uh, granted, like with EA that just common knowledge these days, but I can't remember the last EA game I actually purchased, whether that's because I didn't like the games or because of the practices, I can't say. But I definitely keep an eye on them, and then if there, another game comes out by them, I'll keep that in my mind when I'm choosing. So it's like, ah, it may temper my excitement for the game, so I may not get it. It, it really is a, a depending thing for me. Uh, I'm not going to go right out the gate and go, oh, you know, I, on principles, I cannot play your games anymore. Especially if I've already been playing the game. Like, if Ark turned out to, or if Wildcard turned out to be this horrific, just bloodthirsty, bad, bad organization all of a sudden, I probably would still play Ark because I'm just separating those two now. But I probably would not purchase anything else from them. That's what uh, I was saying. Yeah, I would quit entirely. Yeah. Just I, I, just... principle. I would feel like I'm contributing to their asshole-ishness, and I would not feel good about that, me, personally. I think if it's a subscription, then I'd probably stop my subscription. That okay. I would do, too. Like, if WoW, if all of a sudden oh, WoW, I would stop playing subscription That's there, yeah. That's a good point. If I already don't pay the money, the damage is already done, I'm going to enjoy my game. I like exactly. I can understand that. I yeah, that's kind of where my mind was going. Because, okay, like, I've already purchased totally the game, I'm that. playing it in my PlayStation, I, I'm just going to put it on the shelf, I'm going to throw it in the trash? No, I probably will keep playing it. But the subscription is a nice 
uh, separation there. So Would yeah. Would you buy in a, a surprise expansion? Uh, probably not. Okay. Not if I'm already against Xavier? them. How about you, Xavier? Take my money. Take your money. <laughs> <laughs> I do appreciate your. <laughs> Here cool. and here's an extra club for you to hit some more baby seals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like, no, no, baby penguins, man. It's the baby penguins. <laughs> baby, baby penguins. That's awesome. All right, goon. What are your thoughts? BFX developer, no, I I would still play the game. If I like the game, I'm going to play it. If there's problems within the company, you know, it's usually one guy. I'm not going to fault the whole company for one person that works in that company. You know, it takes the whole team to develop the game. If if the company's that bad to work for, most people are going to quit. And it's, the game, the whole company will go under anyway. I don't know. If it, I mean, that's the way I feel about it. I would still play the game. And that stuff doesn't bother me. It takes care of itself within its own company. If there's slander or whatever, they get lawsuits, people get fired. They go back, they sue them, they get their money from their company. The company pays for it. But as far as affecting my game, nothing at all. It would affect the way I... All right. I, I strongly agree with Goon there. Like it, it won't affect if I'm playing the game at the moment, but it will affect me if I'm buying anything else. Yeah. That seems to be. Mm -hmm. And you can't, like you said, blame the whole party for the mistake of one douchebag Rob. Right. It's only when you have a herd of douchebag Robs that right. you tend to blame the entire community. Yeah, if we saw like every every person representing, for the sake of the podcast arc, wildcard employees behaving like Rob, I think you may feel differently. If you were to go... Hey, I would really like if you did this because I did like this. And they're like, I hate your face and I hate your kids and I'm going to burn down your house. <laughs> Damn. Like, oh, you know. Yeah, don't take my money now. Yeah, you know, like, but if it's just one person. And, and that's another really good point to make is the fact that it does suck when you are. It happens anywhere. If you're in a guild, if you're in a tribe, if you're at work. You always have that dirt-to-dirt -dirt person that is rogue. Like, you all could be doing really good things and being really awesome people. And then you got that jackass in the corner that is total opposite of you, but is acting such a fool that is painting all of you the color of jackass. Rob. That is unfortunate. But it happens. What color is jackass? It is a nice, nasty mm. brown that you don't get from any crayon <laughs> that you buy from Crayola. It's like that orange <laughs> brown of a fresh turd. It's, no. No, no, it's it's when all your crayons have melted into this really weird glob of a color, <laughs> and Rob is wearing it as his shirt. So spook color. Yeah, it's the color of spook. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Chief, do you have any opinions? I'm kind of agreeing with Xavier. I don't give two shits what they do in real life. If I love the game, it's, it's whatever. I'm going to keep okay. playing it. There you go. <laughs> I have an example for you, but it has to do with another game. They totally lied. Uh, no Man's Sky, they lied so much about everything about that, which even stopped me from buying a PS4 because it's not going to be on Xbox One. I will say I kind of agree with him in the sense that more than they lied, I just lost so much interest because I was so confused that my excitement went from, yeah, I'm getting that day one to, oh, look, my buddy on Steam's got that. I'm just going to play his game and see how I like yeah, it. You see, for me, it was, oh, yeah, I'm going to go buy an, a, a PS4 just for that freaking game. And now I'm like, no, I, I don't need it. I got my Xbox One. I'm fine. I got mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. 
I don't think you're alone in that thought because it oh, no. seemed like it had such a big oh around it, and then it completely went, you know, which is unfortunate. But hey. but hey, they're coming out with a DLC and the surprise the uh, paid pat. Oh no, that's a different game. But <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, shots fired. last call so do you have any <laughs> info you forgot to share some shout outs future events contest share them out or wait a week lee I, you have i have one quick little thing about um aiming golems over the past week i've been playing a lot with the golems and a good tip is to get them stuck on a natural object and then knock them out with your preferred weapon if you use pillars or something that's uh, that you own, they'll just keep attacking it and moving around and trying to, you know, spin move on it and whatnot. And it's really hard to hit them in the head. But if they're stuck on a natural object, they just kind of stand there and look at you and occasionally throw a boulder your way. And it's super easy to sidestep them. Ooh, good point. Yeah, I've seen that work pretty good. So good tip, good tip. And it's your turn to give a good tip, Mr. Smash. What is your well. Not so much a tip as uh, I was going through my list of bookmarks for ARK and everything, and I came across a site I hadn't hit in a while. I've got it in the show notes. It's the ARK uh, Gamepedia site. I don't go there very often, but they actually, under the upcoming features, have a list of a whole bunch of either confirmed, varying degrees of confirmed, or suggested things that have popped up throughout different digests and things they... Uh, Will are supposedly going to be implementing, and I was going through that and looking at all these different either weapons, dinos, the behaviors, some I've heard, some I haven't, some I even forgot about, and it's just kind of interesting to look through that long list of things that we may actually get in the game, which kind of just makes me go, I really want to see all these things added. So I thought it was kind of cool just to go back and look at that. Oh yeah, definitely. And uh, what I just I first found the section of the the upcoming features, like. I don't know, probably a couple months ago, and since then, a lot of the features that were on here have been implemented. So it's nice to know that you know it actually happens if you just wait long enough. Yeah, and they've got little links to show you why they have that listed. So like some of them have one, some have like five. They're giving reasons why it's listed there. But you know, just some amazing like disease trap. I don't remember disease trap other than us joking about it as a possible thing. But it's in there. Battering rams. It's like. There's just so much cool stuff I didn't even remember. We'll, we'll see how much of it gets into the actual game. Yeah. I think that's cool that they're keeping a tally, too. That's really impressive. All right, Xavier. Okay, so I I know I bring this up almost every time I'm on the podcast, but SOTF is still alive and kicking. I know it's lost some popularity recently. There's not nearly as many players on there, but I really hope it doesn't die off. It is a lot of fun. And, it, like, honestly, I've gotten to the point where I now enjoy watching SOTF more than I like playing it. I just, I'm not very good at bow fights, and I don't like crafting up under pressure, but I can sit, sit down, kick back, and, like, watch a match for 45 minutes and just be amazed at what those other guys can do. Granted, it's still not perfect. It's still not up to, like, the production level of some of the, the big-name MOBAs. Um, you know, quality, stream quality for one, and then they just gotta get some smoother shout casting for, for another, but I still really enjoy it. Um, there's one match in particular that, that kind of kicked all this off. 
Um, it was their twos tournament for August recently, and it was epic. Um, about half the competitors survived until the ring finally collapsed to kind of that, that starting area. And it was crazy seeing all the different teams they had, and it just became an absolute brawl. Uh, there were Rexes fighting Spinos, fighting Apes, fighting Sabretooths. Like, it was just a mosh pit of death. It was awesome to watch. Um, and that particular match, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but I, like, I just got to pitch it. So it came down to the final two teams who ended up with two relatively healthy Brontos on one side versus a team who somehow kept their apes alive through most of that uh, that bar brawl. And finally, the team with the two Brontos ended up winning. It was just, it was a great match. And wow. uh, if, if you want to, if you want to go watch it, it's still on their Twitch stream as their previous match and i've uh, added the link to the show notes so sotf even if you don't like playing it watch it it's just give it a shot you might you might really enjoy it oh cool would love to have this on xbox i could never get into the watching like other people play games that much because i'd rather just be playing the game and watching someone playing it unless i could watch it if i'm working or something did you uh, you never had brothers growing up did you I was the youngest. I did have a brother. Oh, you, you didn't get stuck watching your uh, your brothers play games? No. <laughs> oh, I, I guess I was bullied, but yeah, I, I ended up uh, watching my brothers play video games because you know I, I had two brothers and we only had two controllers. And there was three of us all trying to play. I could see the allure of it, but if I if if I have time to sit and watch it, I'd rather be playing it. Yeah, is how I look at it. I yeah, I'm split because. The um, actual survival of the fittest is really fun to watch because you get to see, like, it, it's, it has that excitement. But I agree with Foe. Like, I hate watching the let's play only because I'm so busy that any free time I have outside of everything I do is gaming and not watching other people game. So I can understand, you know, I, the, the survival of the fittest things are fun to watch because they're quick and they're not long and drag out, and you have a beginning and an end. And yeah, there, there's definitely kind of it, portions of it, yeah. Yeah, that's what makes them so easy and fun to watch. But do you notice a dive since they added it in back into the main game as opposed to having it just be a free-for-all? Have you noticed that? Um, it's it's kind of been in steady decline. Like, when it first came out, it was a big hit, and then it's, I don't know, I just, like, they got to do something to kind of keep it going because it is kind of slowly fading. Because I have it locked behind having to buy the the main game, which is also tied into the fact that everybody hit their rating hard. And I don't know about you guys, when you go to buy games on Steam, I really rely on that rating. Like, I go, oh, if they have mostly negative, I don't really want to buy that game. Or uh, does that I, affect you guys? Yeah, it's no, a big part of it for me. I don't, because I know trollers are out there and they destroy ratings just because they got pissed off because they didn't beat a certain stage. Like, purchasing a game, though, that doesn't play any... Like, do you ever, re like, read reviews or anything like that, or...? Yeah, I do. A lot of times, too, but, uh... Best example I'd have would be Don't Starve. It had the worst reviews that I've seen on, on a game, but, man, did I have fun with that. Oh, see? That's good to know. Yeah. I, I guess that's what I do, is I look at the rating, and then I will go through the reviews to see if they are just stupid reviews, or if they do have some valid statements. Like, if some, you can tell if somebody really takes the time to write something, as opposed to somebody just being a jerk, trying to sink a ship. Yeah. I think you can tell a difference there, but... Yep. 
I was wondering if that would play hand in hand with the survival of the fittest not having as many participants now that you actually have to purchase to play it as oh, opposed oh. to when it was free to play. Definitely. Yeah, I think putting it behind a paywall definitely doesn't help. Yeah, that was my concern with it too. But, um, all right. So, do you want to call the show or do you want to do a Would You Rather? We could do a Would You Rather, I suppose. Yeah, I'm oh. down for that. All right, Would all You right. Rather? Yeah, I'm down. All right, I hope the kids are in bed. Oh, God. If not, go wake them up. <laughs> oh. The Would You Rather you're about to hear is explicit and not safe for work. So, if you are at work or around small children, please turn the show off. Would you rather... Okay, would, would um, you rather sit, um, sleep with the hottest person you know, but they're a zombie? Oh my god! <laughs> or <laughs> sleep with the ugliest, smelliest person you know that's alive? Oh my god. Necrophilia alive, or not? Alive. Are you a juggalo? Is that what you're asking? Are we like part of ICP sleeping with dead zombies? No. I've seen okay. a zombie movie Wait, where really two army. If they're not totally dead, <laughs> they're dead. It's undead. Okay, that is not living your tissue. While you're going for your O, is that no. what? No. No. <laughs> I've seen uh... I've seen a zombie movie from a while ago where two army dudes get down on a zombie chick and they end up turning because STDs is a thing and undead or not. Oh, <laughs> oh my lord. Um. Well, see, I already have a workaround on this. You said oh, sleeping, so I'm not going to be having sex with either of them. I'm just going to be sleeping in the same bed. Listen to the word lawyer over here. <laughs> All right, lawyer. I didn't know you had to explain the term oh, sleeping he has a to smash. <laughs> Take Sexual one hand, make a circle. <laughs> Take the other hand, put your fingers in. Self-explanatory. <laughs> Oh my god. So. I'm gonna we'll choose go... celibacy. <laughs> That's not an option! <laughs> That's not a choice. You had a gun to your head. You had to do one or the other. So uh, it was. I guess I go with the living zombie. person then. I just plug my nose and close my eyes and bear it. Yeah, I have allergies. <laughs> it's I called just tequila, but. allergy pill when it's that. There you go. I'm going for the hot smelly first. Just hope there's no dough. It is not supposed to be dough. Uh, <laughs> oh. Are we talking about cheese. zombies? Because that's gross. Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Why would a hot stinky person... Oh, never mind. <laughs> God. I feel like I'm going to vomit right now. <laughs> that's nasty. That's nasty. Nasty. All right, so I'm a hot, um, smelly person. That's why I'm picking. Fo, what was your choice? You asked, but did you? No, care? I didn't say hot. I said ugly, smelly person. No, you said good looking. No, no, it's a good zombie. The hottest, good looking person you know that's a zombie, or the ugliest, smelliest but person that you know. But are they nice know. or are they shitty? Because I would like to know how they behave. Who? The ugly, smelly the person? Or the other person? They're both just ready to rock. So they're nice. As they nice have as no personality, they just want sex. Exactly. Are the flesh, is the flesh gonna fall off while you're spraying the zombies? <laughs> How gross. rotten is the zombie? I'm not into organic lubrication, that's nasty. I don't want that. Well, I think you're gonna have to bring your own for that particular exercise. Mm, no, I'm still going to the ugly, smelly person. This Cactus is ridiculous. Seth. Nope, not happening. Yep, Cactus Seth is back. Oh god. So, Fo, what was your choice? I would have to go with the ugliest, smelliest person. Thank you, I'm on board with that. How about you, Lee? 
That's what I said. I'd have to go with the living, ugly, smelly person. I there's I just yeah, corpses and no. Chief. Necro it is. <laughs> oh, he's yeah. going necrophilia. But now you're I'm shallow why. as hell. There's a reason his name is Shocker. <laughs> you said you're shallow as hell. I'm shallow as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, well, that'd definitely be a memorable experience to tell about. Oh my god, I appreciate it. Be, you and Xavier, you're like you're like one and the same, right? <laughs> and with that too, I don't have to worry about procreating either. Yeah, man. Oh, so you're saying that no, you don't. Have I don't to have. Know. I don't have to have a mistake and no birth that control person is for, necessary yep. with a zombie. Is the zombie still warm? Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> does it really matter? Is it properly dressed? Oh, okay, the zombie and, is right. That is the word I'll use. Uh, uh, I was about to say, depending <laughs> on what's the difference between of decay. Like, I was gonna say, if the zombie is ripe and rotten, what's that? What's the difference between that and and the ugly, smelly living person? That's yeah, the whole if, point, if yeah. It, well, if it's yeah, ripe, tequila it's and non-life. Yeah, it's basically whether you like your girls warm or cold. That's what you're asking. Or guys, thank you. Or ugly yeah, okay, or pretty. But, well, but you, Esme, you rigor mortis. Hot, but like, it, like <laughs> if it gets too ripe, it's not hot. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fresh corpse that's oh gone god. zombie. Oh my god. Hmm. One is ripe, one is doughy. Pick one. <laughs> that's nasty. Why does one have to be doughy? Just because they smell. That doesn't imply that they're doughy. Why do you yeasty. even know this? Like, who do you know that's doughy and smell? <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeasty. Well, that's that's even worse. <laughs> You're just adding adjectives in now to make it look. One is ripe. <laughs> one is yeasty. You gotta pick one. One and go with it. I'm going for tequila. I'm going for tequila and living. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there's nothing that alcohol can. You know, I'm. Thank you, Link. I'm subscribing. I like your alcohol modification. <laughs> I all I know is I'd rather I'd rather wake up from a blackout to find out I slept with an <laughs> ugly smelly chick than I slept with a dead Well, here's chick. the thing. A ripe zombie, you know where dead. the smell is coming from if you have a ripe zombie. But the entire body. An extremely smelly That's live person, possible. there's an array of reasons they could have a really bad odor. Can I'll just bring a bottle Just keep your mouth away from everything. Can I just Febreze them? <laughs> no, there's no Febreze like allowed. <laughs> Nappy no, time <laughs> Febreze bag. If we can't bathe them, like, that can be pretty hot. Yeah. Stick your stinky, ugly person in the tub and get it on. Like, that's... Bathing Oh, I was gonna do help. the same with the zombie. Oh, fuck the zombie. That, he bathing. was going to! That's <laughs> 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 oh my god! He, he said that already. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, man. I don't even want to know what zombies do in the water. Do they bloat? Does their dead skin they bloat. Just get larger? That's what yep, corpses do. Did you ever watch season two of Walking Dead with the zombie know, in the man. well? I am strictly nope. Oh. Strictly comedy. Oh uh, yeah, the well zombie. Oh, I remember that one. Comedy or, or action? No, nothing in between. <laughs> no crying and no. The killing. first thing the live person said is smell my finger when they walk in the room. <laughs> All right, cricket from the shadows. What's your choice? Well, I play as Necromancer in a D&D, &D, so Boom. I think I'd have to go with the zombie. There you go. Welcome to the club. <laughs> I didn't think it was going to be so split. I know, right? What did you think it was going to be? I thought, like, 
smelly, ugly person for the most no, part. No, but you underestimated the shallowness or the necromancingness. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, see? Okay, goon. And now that I said the word yeasty, I kind of am making myself vomit in the back of my throat, so I could be leaning the other way again. What did you say yeasty? You said dough. You never said yeasty. Oh, he added yeasty earlier That's a step worse. Because that's what I've meant to say yeasty rather than dough. What the hell, man? I don't even know anymore. And what would man yeast be like? Oh my god, I don't want to think about man yeast. Mamunda cheese. <laughs> uh, a little Good bit of duck butter. <laughs> um, like smagma or something? Yeah, like smagma. Stigma. What is this? Uh, I didn't even want to know what that is. Google. Have you ever, have you ever tried to peel Google apart it. a grilled Google. cheese sandwich as me? No, Goon, what is your choice? <laughs> what guy wouldn't want to be with a hot chick? Well, they're never dead. A zombie chick. Hot zombie chick. So what? you're Rotten, subscribing stinky. to Chief, and who else was screwing zombies? Cricket. It's Cricket. Yeah. yeah. So, the, so there's actually a movie called uh, Dead Girl that is uh, related to this. It is a and you can only buy uh, it in zombie. truck stops behind a curtain. Is that where you? No, buy it's, it it's, <laughs> I think it's still on Netflix. <laughs> is it called Lion's Den or something? <laughs> oh, it's on Netflix. What? So you is guys are fantasizing about like the <laughs> I Zombie show and. This zombie is oh, going to be... Oh, she is hot on zombie. Yes, I agree. Yep. I mean, this is true. But I'm talking like a fleshy zombie. Like a walking dead oh, zombie. Oh, you're just dropping a hot on one. them now. You realize this. After they've already done the deed, now you're telling them what kind of zombie Well, really no, was. no, because you can't that's go into, the like, flesh falls the off. zombie. That's, like, <laughs> She's beyond, a hot zombie. But that's, like, beyond, like, the realm of most zombie... It's I mean, there'd be no, and alive. You know, no sarcasm or criticism either. Well, <laughs> did you say no sarcasm or criticism? Well, it depends right. on what kind of zombie it is. Is it someone who was cremated? I mean, uh, cremated? So, not cremated, but I mean, already. <laughs> How would that even good luck trying to get with that zombie? Would you just pour it into your hand lotion? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. what are we it's a very about? dusty experience. No, I. Hand lotion. What? Because he says no. it's a cremated. Like, how would that even work? <laughs> Put the ashes with hand lotion. They're zombies. Oh, no. This is a really, really wrong conversation we're having. Well, I'm That's saying true. dead bodies you pull out of a coffin these days are preserved. It's a zombie, smell. dude. It's just a zombie. Well, where's it coming from? It's a um, hot zombie. Oh my god. It's a hot oh, zombie. I'll take the hot zombie. I mean, how many? Every guy's gonna take a hot woman every time. I don't know. You can't not say really. that because I said not if you were like yeah, I was into really live that. people. They're shallow and non-shallow people. We've established this. <laughs> Uh, I I'm think a shallow against person. my religion to sleep I with a zombie. I would totally pick a funny, ugly guy over a hot guy that's going to be boring <laughs> as hell when he's old and shriveling Damn. and just sits there, like, picking his nose because he has nothing valid to say. What? He has no joke. I'm sorry, but you have, no, you got to have a joke in your back pocket or mm -mm, keep walking. You can be hot only an amount of time. So I'm taking, no, taking reality. <laughs> Give me the hot stinky or the, the stinky whatever, dude. Nope. Link, what was your choice? Tequila and alive. Thank you. How about smashed? Oh, definitely alive. <laughs> I think you already know what Xavier's choice was, right? Was Hot it... and mostly dead. <laughs> mostly. <laughs> oh my God. You can reach the show by email at ratedarc at gmail.com. Hmm. You can tweet the show at ratedarc. 
on Twitter. So you can grab our RSSD, get our show notes, and apply to join us in-game at ratedart.podbean.com.